need that sports, sports, sports encyclopedia. Where you at, Steve Kim? Got Trent in the cut. Yeah. The coach, uh, what up, what up, what up, man? The real coach, JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to get it. JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. Keep it one bitty. We never change what's happening. Hurdle Lincoln. In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that store. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. What up, what up, what up? The Co Real Coach JB here, man, for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. We are proud to announce we have a new ad sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. We are one of the easiest and most exciting ways to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more. Then or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is a skill-based, real money, daily fantasy sports game. How does it work, you ask? You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their Price Picks projection, you will win. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes college football. We're about to start up. Pro hockey, pro basketball, pro football. NFL season is here. Plus pro baseball, pro golf, men's college basketball, NCAA tournament, plus women's college basketball, soccer, women's pro basketball, esports, pro car racing, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, you name it, we got it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Price Picks does it all. And I just got to be honest, dog. I started doing prize picks and I won instantly. And that's why I am endorsing prize picks to the fullest right here on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Go to prizepicks.com backslash Coach JB and use Coach JB as the promo code for a first deposit match up to $100. So go to prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the best betting app online in North America. Go get it and do what Coach JB and Big Smitty does every day. We bet prize picks. Head on over there, prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and get you $100 match right now. Appreciate you. Peace.
prize picks, baby. Prize picks. What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Big Smitty, right here, rocking the LFT. Live for today. Go get your merch. And welcome to the Code JB Show with Big Smitty. And it wouldn't be the Code JB Sheet. JB Show with Big Smitty without the one and only living legend himself, Coach JB. Bring him on the show. What's going on, JB? Can you hear me? Oh, he got the bling on? Uh, you know what I'm ashamed? Man. You know what I'm ashamed about? What? Well, there's a few things. It says Indy on it, and it ain't Naptown. <laughs> man, I'm, anyway. You gonna make me leave? You gonna make me go grab my rings real quick? You keep trying to flex. You make me grab my ring real quick. Keep trying to flex. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? Hey, we got a lot to discuss. I gotta eat crow. I here's the thing. So we got we broke some news yesterday, and I wanted to get to it. Um, this is the shit that I hate social media about, and this is why I hate uh, jumping the gun. And I got to be honest, I'm ashamed to be here today. I'm ashamed in front of you like this fucking viral video going around about me talking about I'm ashamed to be your head coach. Well, I'm ashamed to be the Coach AB Show uh, guy that said yesterday about, talked about the kids that stole the Colorado jewelry. Now, all that was true, and there was some truth to it, but here's what wasn't actual, accurate that we reported. So we got to come in, and I got to come out, first of all, and basically tell everybody, this is why I hate being part of what now, we're media members apparently, and that's what we are now, Big Smitty, I guess, in a, in a low key way. But the problem is, um, I'm so against jumping the gun. I always say that shit. I'm always talking about recency bias. I'm always talking about fucking uh, putting your foot in your mouth, making sure it's accurate. I've never met the people. Don't talk about them if you don't know them. All that shit. So I refuse to be a hypocrite. And uh, I had a long talk with some people involved. And so here's the it, here's what the truth is. Okay. So the truth is there were no arrests. There were two suspensions. Everything we said was accurate as far as where it was, who it was, and all that. But there were two suspensions, zero arrests, an investigation. And the coach and, and, and the admin um, is what, you know, we need to come up here and regretfully inform everybody that we were completely wrong. It was moronic to say um, prior to knowing actually all the ins and outs and the facts, which I took from another coach that I knew, and he was inaccurate. And I usually would call the head coach or the AD or somebody that I knew there and talk to them, which I didn't. And I, I, I'm ashamed to do it because that's the first thing you do, especially in this profession that you've built up with the camaraderie that we've built up, especially with the people I know there. And uh, I spent a long time eating crow with him yesterday on the phone. Um, with Pat was wet next to me the whole time driving around. And I'm like, man, I can't be more ashamed and embarrassed. I said, so it's on me. I own it. I own it all day long. That's what grown folks do. There were no arrests. There were two suspensions. There was an investigation going on, and there was not alignment. It was not alignment either. So we got three different things that were told to me that were wrong, and 
the gist of the story and everything is correct, but not the who, people involved, and there were no arrests. So Beaumont High School administration, uh, pr principal, coaches, everybody involved, we were incorrect with what we said, and that is uh, all on me as a, as the coach. They'd be show um, representative. So Big Smitty had nothing to do with it. I broke the news. It was on me. And uh, so I've ate crow and talked to those people involved. And it's irresponsible reporting, which is shit that I hate and talk about all the time. And so uh, I tell you this, I'll never do it again until I talk to the horse's mouth and get it from them. So, so everything we said was pretty close to being accurate, except for who was involved and there were zero arrests. So there were no arrests at Beaumont High School. There were a few suspensions as an investigation goes around. Sometimes good kids do dumb shit, and some kind, sometimes there are bad kids that do dumb shit. We call those shitbirds. Obviously, um, that was inaccurate on our part, so on my part. So I want to come out and say that so everybody out there understands it, and uh, that's why we got Coach JB was wrong on the damn thumbnail. And so I want to make sure that, you know, I was clear on that. So. You know, we broke the news on who took it, but the kids actually involved were inaccurate, and uh, there's still an investigation going on. Wait, man, respect to you, man. You know, as a man, most people don't, don't wouldn't do that. Most people would just go ahead and keep moving like nothing happened and, and, and wouldn't even say anything. So you, you start the whole show off nah. with the, with the yeah. admittance of wrong. Yeah, so I hope we can cut that, uh, Bailey, cut that so I can send it to the people involved because that was uh, – that's just embarrassing on my part. Um, I hate that shit, Big Smith. I hate doing it because it happens to me every day. Right. And I'm like, ah, why? I was just like, I, when I got the text and I got the call, I was in a meeting, I got the call, and then I, I got the text, and I'm like, I put my foot in my mouth, huh? And mm. he goes, just call me. <laughs> so I go, fuck. So I called him and we talked, but... uh there's such great dudes over there that, like, fuck, you couldn't even tell they were pissed, but I'd be pissed. Right. Now I feel I'd you, man. You know, it happens, yeah. man. It happens. Like, I, I was like, your intentions were pure. It wasn't like you intended to go out there and, and misinform. Like you said, it wasn't like the whole entire thing was wrong. Just a, a few of the details within it was wrong. So we got it cleared up. You talked to the coaches. Everything's smooth. That, that, that to me, is being a man. You know what I'm saying? Admitting when you're wrong and, and you know, talking through it. And, and moving on. Nowadays, you know, not my generation, but people younger than me, they would have tried to just text the whole situation or send the email out or just avoided it altogether. You know what I mean? Y'all actually got on the phone, talk, discuss, admit it, and moved on, man. So we here today, man, live. Almost got 500 people in, in, in 12 minutes, so we should have about 500 likes, but I don't think we do yet. You know what I'm saying? I think we got like 50 likes right now. On but three um, on me, can we pound the like? Can we get 500 likes right now on three? Let's do it. I, I owned up. Can y'all own up and pound the like? Come on now. Let's all own up today. On three on me. One, two, three. Pound the like. Right now. We should have 456 right. likes right now. Like right like this. Quick. Why don't we don't have 456 likes right now? Because Mark ain't like yet. Kid. Puggy haven't hit the like yet. I can see y'all when y'all don't like it. I can see uh, M. M just liked it, okay? I see that. Uh, 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 Gene, here we go. Yeah, here we go, Gene. Hit the like button, Gene. Billy Jean. Come on now. 
Brie Black hit it. We know Brie Black hit it. Come on now, Brie, Brie Black, double B. But we got a long show today, man. It is T Rich Thursdays. He'll be on before you know it. I got Steve Kim gonna hop on later on today. And uh, JB, I know you got a. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm pretty sure you got a quote of the day today. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, I got him in the. I got him. You know, right here. I got him. It's right there. Let's do this. Let's do this. Since since I owned up. Okay. And we fucked up. We talked up through our side of our mouth. Uh, quote of the day brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-B. Get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. I bet last night I bet on it, dog. And I bet a six-game parlay on BetOnline for some pretty decent amount of cheese. Ooh. Guess who fucked me? Who? LeBron? Your fucking Lakers. Oh, what happened? My Lakers are our Lakers. Our Lakers. Fuck. I mean, getting ran out the building by Houston? Yeah, they got their ass beat bad. Dylan uh, Brooks. Dylan Brooks was in line, I guess. Correction is not criticism. Just understand you're clear with that. Correction is not criticism. A lot of people thought I was cussing people out just for shits and giggles. No, correction is not criticism. It gets loud in there. <laughs> it gets loud when you're, criti- when you're correcting some folks. Y'all think it's criticism. No. It's correction. I'm just correcting you so you don't do it again. Like when the dog pisses and you rub their nose in it tomorrow, guess what? Don't mean nothing. You got to do it right now. So anyway, correction is not criticism. Make sure you guys understand that, especially all you coaches in the world. Um, It's real. Let's get to brass tacks. Start with this Laker thing, even though we're talking about this, this, this prime and this jewelry stuff and all this stuff that's going on. Basketball, we weren't going to get into it too much yet, but I got to be honest. Booker didn't play again last night, dressed up like Ice Cube on Boys in the Hood. He got the Detroit Tiger hat on. He's in a dicky suit. And portraying as if, I don't know if you know Booker or see what he does, rolls up to, to, to work in every day. Have you seen what yeah, he rolls like up? Yeah, like drop top. Rolls up at a low low. Rolls up at a 6'4". Rolls up in a fucking Continental with suicide. All what we call gangster whips. Let's just keep it real. Right. So if perce- if perception is reality, motherfucker rolls up in all these type of whips. Which I'm kudos. I would be having. I would have those whips too. Then the motherfucker came out in a dicky suit yesterday, looking like straight doughboy in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. But you don't play. Hold up, though. You portraying as like a gangster, and you ain't even playing. By the way, he made about 850 clicks last night. 850K. And, again, that's what he makes a night. And hadn't played, but what, three games this year? Twice. No, he played two games this year. Bradley Bill finally played. He only got 190 mil, and this was his first game. (laughs) I'm confused, dog. I, I really am. I thought this was the load management year where you get fine and all this type of shit. We yeah, got more but load- you know what? that. You know we got more misses this year already than we had combined last year in the first 20 games, right? I didn't know that. I did not know that. I'm not surprised, though. It just How can you really put a rule together that manages that? Because all the teams are going to say is, oh, he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, again, I'm not saying neither one of them – like weren't hurt, 
Bill hasn't played all season until last night. So I think Bill did have like a little something with, with his back. The, the Booker situation, I don't know what's going on with Booker, but my thing hey, is but like, no way to manage that. Vic Smitty, like, think about this. Bill hasn't played in two fucking years. He has been off for how long? How long is his fucking back supposed to heal up? Wasn't he just, hasn't he just been off since fucking June? By the way, it's only November. <laughs> but I'm saying shit happens at practice. Like, for example, Draymond, like, t- uh, had a high ankle sprain right before the season started. So Draymond missed games. It's, it's not like these guys are still hooping all throughout the offseason by themselves with their team. So shit can, just like I got fucking hurt at practice. Like, shit happens at practice. It's not just the game. By JB. the way, Bill, Bill has had this ailing injury since he was at Washington, dog. Yeah. So maybe- I mean, this ain't, I mean, another cat. Uh, listen. Pat loves Bradley Bill. Pat knows him. Jordan guys, they golf together. Ashley, his wife, is cool with Bradley's wife. Good dude, cool. too. Everything I hear is like uh, hard worker, stuff, like he all real. that. He real. He, like, he, he get after kids, tells them how yeah, soft Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he all ain't soft. Shit. I'm not. So here's my issue with this. It's not Bradley Bill. If you're injured or you're really injured, that's what it is. Right. We paid him 190 though. I can't fathom what these owners are continuing to do to the fan bases that continue to pay their salaries that don't get the product. I, I'm not tripping on how good of a dude he is and all that, and he's he kind of aligns with my uh, mentals. Cool. I love it. But, dog, results are results. The fans are paying your salary, and you're not playing. And we just doubled up and paid your ass 190 I don't know how the Suns are paying all these dudes. I'm just, we're looking at the game last night. Pat and I are watching it because, you know, he watches the, the, the local teams here. And you got Bradley, you got Booker, you got KD. I mean, fuck, like 600 mil right there. But after that, everybody else is like 4 million, 3 million, 2. I, everybody else is like super low. After I, that. Get, I get it. I get it. There's no, there's no recipe for winning right here. I'm just telling you right now. And, and I, I see the same thing in the Clippers. I want to throw balls last night. Harden throwing balls in the third fucking row. Um, but in all fairness, obviously we're Lakers fans, so we don't like the Clippers. But in all fairness, though, they just got together. So, like, that's going to – we we have not seen the best version of what that team is going to be yet. They're trying, they're trying hey, to figure dog. it out. I'm, I'm seeing Kawhi in the corner not even touch the rock. Like, they're trying to like, figure it out. Again, dog. You know how long I've been hearing that shit about the Clippers? Fucking 47 years, Benoit Benjamin, Benoit Benjamin. Well, we got the team mission, Benoit Benjamin. We got Kenny Norman. We got fucking Poo Richardson. <laughs> and then we got Danny Manning, dog, Marcellus Wiley, my homie. Where are you at? I've been hearing the Clippers as the fucking team to beat for 47 years. Y'all <laughs> motherfuckers ain't even been to a final yet. <laughs> what are you talking about, Big Smitty? How often? When are we going to just say the Clippers are the JV team? They don't have a banner. You can talk about beating the Lakers 11 straight times, blah, blah, blah. In the regular season, guess what? Regular season, don't put those on your fucking finger, homie. I'm trying to figure out, when are we going to just say, this is the Clippers, dog? They should be on the cover of Madden every every year. The Madden curse? <laughs> yeah, they should be on the cover of John Madden football every year right. as the Clippers. That's who they are. Westbrook, Harden. Let me go get to Kawhi. He load man. He play. Fucking, what's the name? Paul, Paul George. 
Paul George gets hurt. Uh, dog. It's they loaded it though, JB. They loaded, man. They, if they figure that shit out, though, it's gonna be dangerous for real. No, they ain't. If they figure it out, JB, they figure it they out. They ain't gonna figure it out. That's the thing. They're not gonna figure it out. Live Zen City Con- almost figured it out when Chris Paul and Blake Griffin was there. They got clothes. They got. They got. They, 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 they made some noise. Yeah. They made some noise. They, 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 James Harden will get hurt again. He'll be done soon. Uh, he'll be on another team. Uh, Kawhi will get hurt. I mean. It is what it is. They're the, they're the Clippers, dog. They're too old. That team's old as fuck. People don't want to realize they're all this high, high big time scoring capabilities and all capabilities. They're not gonna do it. They're too old. They're way past their prime, in my opinion. Kawhi's age literally in front of our face times five in the last three years and hasn't played a lot of games. They are all damaged goods. I think they're just rotting at the core. I would have never got the James Harden deal. He 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 he's out there looking like. His confidence is shot. I, there, there's just no way. It doesn't work. I wouldn't have paid these guys. I don't get it. But going back to Bradley Bill, 190 mil, ain't played in two years. He's dam- he might be damaged goods, but we're paying these dudes. And <clears throat> I don't see it. I don't see it. The basketball world right now is, is a bad product I'm watching right now. Just by, I haven't watched, but I'm, I'm seeing all these bits and pieces. We've watched little clips of games. I, basketball is bad right now. I, I don't, are the Ball Brothers playing finally? Um, Lonzo's not playing yet. Lamelo Lamelo's been playing and, and looking pretty good. Um, who else? Who else have been watching? Who else I see? Uh, and by the way, Bill Bill played. He didn't play a lot, but he played fifty games last year. So he, like he wasn't like just sit out the whole entire year not doing nothing. He he played fifty games, averaged twenty three points. You know, like he, he had a solid year. But yeah, 50, only only fifty. But honestly, though, I know it sounds crazy, but you play fifty to sixty. That's almost like the norm now. Even when you're not hurt, so like it's almost riding around the ballpark. So can we? Uh, can we? Add, can we? Can we? Can we just cut, cut to brass tacks here? Please do. Let's cut to it. Darvin Ham looks like he's over his head. I'm gonna be honest. He he looks like he sold this dream to everybody in LA that he was a disciplinarian. He wasn't gonna allow LeBron to do this, and he was gonna get in their ass and blah 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 blah. He looked like a homie out there. He looked like a fanboy. They were losing last night. He's over there laughing with them. I'm like. I don't know. I guess professional sports is different now. I get. I don't know. I, I I can't believe it. You think Popovich and fucking Phil Jackson would be kicking it with them at the end of the bench, laughing down thirty? I'm tripping. I, I I saw that last night. Pat and I were like, "What the fuck?" I, I there's no way. He looks like he's over his head. Ty Lue looks like he's over his head. Looks like these cats are fucking either a in defense of them, they're crippled or handcuffed because they can't do it because they'll get canceled or fired because the player runs this world now. So that could be very true. Like you say, two things could be true. I don't believe that shit's true. I think one thing's true. But then the other side of it is, are they homies? Are they fanboys? Are they trying not to have a guy demand a trade? Darvin Ham ain't no fanboy. Like, I, all all accounts, all any stories, Darvin Ham ain't, ain't no soft, just do whatever to me, coach, whatever. Is he somewhat of a player's coach because he played the game? Of course, he ha- he has that element in him for sure. I would call you a player's coach if I'm <clears> being <throat> real because you cussing you don't do all that. You're somebody who I could like, at the same time, I could like fuck with a little bit and like players could throw you, try to throw you in the water. Like it's a combination of both. It's, it's not like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I, he's probably a player's coach, but he ain't no just but, soft pushover type coach. 
He took the Lakers last year to the Western Conference Finals when nobody, not me, yeah. not you, none of us even believed it. It took to the Western Conference Finals with that okay-looking roster. Ty Lue is one of the best head coaches in the NBA, like point-blank period. He's dealing with players who get hurt all the fucking time. So as a head coach, what can you do? Like, there's nothing you can do about that. And he talked about that on, like, a, a podcast or something in the summer. Like, it's only something you can do. Well, that's an NBA champion coach, something that's very like hard Cam. to do. Like, I, I'm trying to like Cam. I like what he did last year at the end of the year. But it's like – and I, I, lo- I liked him as a player. I thought he was a gritty, nutty-gutty player. But – See, Lou, yeah, he got a ring. No, Show not that ring. I'm talking about Show Ham. that ring, they book, huh? I'm talking about Ham. I'm not okay, talking about keep it on Ham. Keep it on Ham. Keep yeah, yeah. Ham. I, I'm talking about Ham. T. Lou, I don't know. I never really felt T. Lou ever since Iverson shitted on him. I, I'm just, I just try to like. A, Ham was always that nutty, gritty guy, gritty. Yeah. I liked him as a player. You know, he could, he could jump out the gym too. He's a dunk on cat. Um, yeah, he got a highlight in college. I think he broke the fucking backboard. I think if I'm not mistaken. But I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. Where on his resume does it say he should have been hired as a Lakers head coach? The team that has 17 rings, like the most iconic basketball team in the history of the NBA. Magic and Kareem and Kobe and Shaq. Where did he do something that I'm, I must have been off the world, earth for a few years or something because I missed where he did something to become the Lakers head coach. I'm trying to figure this out. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because I see all these other coaches get hired, and I'm like, damn. Huh. Darvin Ham has done nothing. <laughs> the guy has done nothing. He wasn't even a great player. He was a role player, and he got the uh, Lakers. Those are the best coaches usually. Shit, why are you playing? <laughs> yeah, but not. But the NBA never hires them. Like, what you mean? Phil well, Jackson was a role player. What are you talking about? He, was, he wasn't a great player. Fucking, uh, uh. Oh, what? Phil Jackson wasn't like some – he was a good player. He wasn't he was no fucking all-time great with the you Knicks. You better go back. You better go do some research, dog. He, <laughs> he was not no all-time great. That's a fact. He, like, he, he, was, he was responsible for winning titles as a player. He played a – kudos. I'm not – I'm just saying this guy wasn't no – I mean, come on, bro. Like, be, let's keep it real. We, we don't never – when we talk about all-time greats, we don't mention Phil Jackson when it comes to basketball player. He was okay, a good six man. Out. Like – this is Come a first-time head coach, bro. The Lakers are hiring first-timers now? That's yeah, what he, my point is. He's been since 08, though. Like, I get it's the first-time head coach, but at the end of the day, JB, at, at one point or another, you were a first-time college head coach at, at some point. Hey, you had the opportunity. This. Let me ask so, you this. How did it work out for Steve Nash, first-time head coach? It didn't work out well for him, but why are we comparing <laughs> Steve Nash to Darvin Ham? Because Darvin Ham, the way it worked out for him is he took the team to the Western Conference Finals. You were one of the last four teams remaining with a roster that wasn't even fully all the way there yet. So they went that's into how it worked out for him. They they didn't even get in the playoffs. They wouldn't even have made the playoffs if it wasn't for this new if it wasn't for this new participation trophy ass tournament we have. They wouldn't even got in the fucking playoffs. So JB. let's pump our brakes. Let's pump our brakes. They weren't even a fucking good team last year, and they got on a hot streak because of the fucking play-in and went on and won out. Like, made a hell of a run. Kudos to them. But, I mean, y'all want to talk shit about the bubble. No, 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 no,
But if you're the seventh seed, fucking four years ago, you're the seventh seed. So they would have been in the playoffs regardless if it was then or if it was now. Point blank, period. So just for clarity, you were the seventh seed and made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals as a first-year head coach. I like, I mean, fuck JB. I know, I know you're championship or nothing, but it, that has to mean something. God, Lee, it'd be Golden State, who was the reigning NBA champions the previous year. Like, what are we talking about here? You don't give them no credit. Wait up, Darvin Ham won a championship with with the Bucks. He was the head coach. Fuck are you talking about, Eddie? I said head coach. Shut the fuck up, Eddie. Start listening. Take your fucking homework glasses off. Anyway, I'm well, talking about you, if you use that same argument, when was Steve Kerr a head coach before Golden State? He wasn't. Steve Kerr wasn't. He was an assistant for the fucking Spurs. He was an assistant forever. And then he finally got, got his opportunity. They fired Mark Jackson for no reason. Gave Steve Kerr an opportunity, and now we look at Steve Kerr as one of the all-time greats because of what he has done. You have to get an opportunity. It, it, it's almost like we were talking about this on the show the other day, or, or maybe it was the porch. All my shows run into each other, but it's like you got to give somebody an opportunity for them to get the opportunity. Like it, it's like I graduate I, I, and I try to go interview for a job, and they say, "Ah, you don't have enough experience." Well, give me experience so I can get experience. <laughs> I can't get it if you don't give it to me. Time out. <laughs> this is a team that had. Not a championship since, like, what, the 70s. This ain't the Lakers. I'm specifically talking about the most iconic brand in the sport. Don't bring up the Warriors. It's a totally different deal. Mark Jackson was there, got all those players in there. Steve Kerr just massaged them and started winning with a team that had one title, I believe, since the inception. The Lakers had fucking 15 at that time. But who could so, we get? Phil Jackson's not coaching no more, JB. Popovich is not leaving San Antonio. Who can we get that's so legendary that would make sense? There's a lot of cats out there. How about Nick Nurse? How about the dude that fucking, how about what's his name that won it fucking, uh, how about old boy uh, that won it fucking um, the Bulls? What's his name? The guy that's at the Bulls now. There's a lot of guys that had experience. What do you mean? Darvin Ham, though, for the Lakers? Uh, I'm not feeling it. We, we, we went that route before. Getting these experienced cats, our Hold last on. fucking handful of coaches, and that has not worked for us as, as, as Lakers fans. You look, you look at the Lakers head coaches the last what decade. We have, uh, we have not. We've tried to go with you know uh, uh, Mike Danantonio, uh, 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 Mike Brown, who I respect a lot. He's doing great things with the Kings, uh, like. Frank Vogel, the Suns coach now, another guy who didn't win a championship, but head coaching pedigree, did some great things with the Pacers for a long time. Obviously, he won, though. He's a guy who I respect a lot, but I'm Vogel saying, like, title we tried that route, didn't work. Vogel won a title with the Lakers. What are you talking about? Yeah, he did. <laughs> you, talk, you, you guys knocked that bubble, but it's crazy how – Everyone thinks nah, he did. Easy. I'm a Lakers fan. He won it. It, 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 it was a little different, though, but he won it. Yeah, but it was different, but it probably was harder. <laughs> yeah, I, I disagree with that. I have heard NBA players say it was harder. Heard players say it was easier. Let me ask you this, though. Like, th- let's be real. We always talk about players sitting out, players getting hurt, players not finishing, finishing the season. When the bubble went down, I Lakers was like a Lakers was like a top three seed. So Lakers were definitely one of the best teams in the league. So we had a chance. But to give an older Lakers team who always who deals with injuries with our star players, LeBron and AD, you give them 
two and a half months, three months of just rest and recovery in the middle of the NBA season. And then you come back and say, hey, just all you got to do is play basketball right here at this one court every single day. You can't go nowhere, no distractions. Go. I understand not seeing your family can be tough. I get that from a mental standpoint. But I can also say this. Not seeing your family can also be a plus. I played college football and during the entirety of the summer, during camp, doing all that shit, I ain't seen my fucking family. I ain't seen them until the first home game and then my mom will come to the game. But all that time as you're working and building it up, I don't see no fucking family. And I was able to lock in. It's me and my teammates. That's it. Me, my teammates, and football. That's it. I'm watching film. I'm eating food. I'm going on the football field. Repeat every single day. And that's how you build calluses. So my point of bring up is when you put a veteran team in a situation like the bubble, that's a much easier uh, adaptable situation compared to some of these younger teams with 23-year-olds, 22-year-olds. They, they still in the streets. They still want to go out and party, have fun. Locking them in a spot, they're not even mature enough to fully be able to handle that. So, again, it's not the Lakers' fault. Every team was in the same position. And same scenario, and the Lakers won the championship. Which is, And I was out here celebrating in L.A. because I'm a Lakers fan. But when I take away my emotions and keep it all the way real, you cannot say that the bubble championship is exactly the same as if they did a full, regular 82-game season, no breaks, and win it that way. It's just not the same. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm going to tell you right now, y'all sound so hypocritical. It blows my mind. Okay. Not you, and per, per se, you can but say the you argument, can say the argument, the argument is hypocritical. Y'all get into this whole mental health thing and use it as a crutch every single fucking day. But now all of a sudden, being locked down in a bubble isn't mentally harder than it was regularly going home in your own bed every night? I, I'm good friends with Danny Green Dog, who was first front and center in the motherfucker. You know how many people were getting vertigo in there? You know how people are getting sick in there? You know how fucking claustrophobic cats are getting? All this mental health shit that y'all push all over this fucking mer- mer- the world right now. All of a sudden, it's not mental health involved? Now it's okay? I can stay in the bubble and just sit there and not and it's not harder? What? Are you fucking joking me? Y'all, what, you want it all. It, it, it blows my mind. Do you know how hard that situation was? You had that food ordered. You had to fucking sit in there. You couldn't have any pussy. No fucking, you, you had to do nothing. You had to sit there basically at, in like a concentration camp and go through each professional team and win each round. And you're saying it was easier. Did you know, did you just compare fucking living at Disney? In fucking Disneyland in Orlando, Florida, to concentration camp. We in Disneyland with fucking free food, a nice ass hotel room with no. games, and we're playing basketball do for you, millions you, of dollars. You know, and, and, and you we're know, living in hell. Stop. Do you man. know anything? Do you know anything about that bubble? Have you talked to anyone in the bubble? I guess I haven't. Because you're wrong. They had four different hotels split. I don't know where you where you thinking it's Disney World. Disney World was shut down. It was all shut down. It was into split into four different hotel rooms or, or hotels. They had to go to only certain teams. It, they were cut up by blocks: A block, B block, C block. 
They had certain teams went there, certain teams went here. Then they had a full-on meeting in a huge convention center room where LeBron and everybody, and then that's when the Giannis thing and the Bucks yeah. were going to forfeit all that shit. This was not fucking Disney World, homie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you acted like they were out there on rides and shit with their kids. I'm not saying they own what? the ride, but that's literally where they're at. Like, I'm, I'm not... I'm, I didn't say so that. What? That's, that's the bubble. That, 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 that's, that's where the they're bubble. actually at. Like, I don't know what the... That was the bubble. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. But I'm... I, I'll listen. I'm not going to argue with the mental health thing. If that would have been tough for y'all and you, JB, hey, I'm sorry. I, I hear you. I grew up differently, so I don't know. It would have been tough on me. My experience my expertise. And I'm going to tell you straight up, a fucking bubble for me would have not have been hell for me. Put me in a fucking free it, hotel. It wasn't tough on I'm me. I'm paid. I'm hooping. I don't, I I'm not the food, one using mental I get health. free treatment. That's that would have been cool for me. Would I like to see my family? Yeah, but also, no. if you're in a bubble, you were able to, at some point, your wife or whoever you want to bring could come in there, fucking sit in the, uh, isolated for a fucking seven days or whatever, and then you were able to see your woman. So if you want if you need some, some alone time, personal time, you, you were able to do that if you had a woman. We've seen that. We've seen women and wives at the games. That's a fact. So my thing is, listen, bro, I'm not saying it's the easiest situation in the world, but I mean, fuck, bro. Like, are you like, what? Like, so you got, first of all, you don't have kids, so the perspective is totally different. Second of all, you're married, but you don't have a full-on three or four kids at the house or dependents that you're paying their bills for or being around. And the mental health thing is totally, all of it's easy to me. I make millions of dollars. I'm not the one crying like some bitches like all these other motherfuckers. That's why I don't. I don't, I don't know how many you even arguing right now. No. I'm surprised you don't. You know, you know. I'm. I am shocked right now that JB's on because, the other side. Because because you all act like being locked down is normal life. It's a completely different scenario. There was no way you can tell me that that was an easier scenario and an easier championship. There's not a. We're in the middle of a pandemic. A you you had how many of those players had family members die during this time? B couldn't be around them. C and you had to stick there and stick it out. Cats were so mentally soft they left. Cats were leaving, remember? And as, yeah. as soon as the team got knocked out, they were gone. And like Dame left before fucking the team even lost. So I'm trying to figure out how it was so easy of a championship. That's the argument I have because that's the argument. It was the easiest championship of all time. It should have an asterisk. Well, then the 99 Spurs should have an asterisk, too, on the fucking season, shortened season. Yep. But no, nobody wants to talk about that. I'm, that's so, a hell of a point. We never bring that up. We well, never bring at that least, up. At least, at least these motherfuckers went through it, got it done. Like, I, I, I've, I've seen video that, uh, I mean, I don't know how many, I'm not going to say normal people, but most of the world hasn't seen. Because remember, just so everyone knows, when they won the bubble, you know whose cigar they sucked on and whose fucking whiskey they drank? Mine. Slapdick. Fact. You can go find the receipts on Instagram. Go check it out. Danny Green posted it. I was reposting it before they deleted my fucking bigger Instagram. I sent them 16 bottles of Slapdick and 100 cigars. You can call Danny Green right now. They were blowing my shit, sipping my shit, partying it up. And... And I think if my, then they deleted my fucking Instagram after that. How about that shit? But anyway, go check receipts. And I'm sure some people in this chat remember the Lakers rocked with my shit. So I saw, I saw videos of the bubble. And I'm just telling you, 
It wasn't fucking riding Space Mountain every day. <laughs> so, like, just for clarity, y'all, I'm not saying that this is just an easy situation. That's not what I'm trying to put out. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that when you have a the look at the Lakers specifically, the Lakers team specifically. Our two-star players at that time, which is still the same way, is LeBron James and AD. And we have an aging LeBron James, who at the time was, what, 37, 36, 37? You have an Anthony Davis who gets hurt every single year. He's hurt right now in, in real life, right now so wait, already. Wait, 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 before, oh, not to cut you off, before you finish. But you're giving an excuse for the Lakers winning when every other team had four months off too. And yeah, remember – not only yes. are you, I know you're, I know you're accounting for AD because he was so soft and brittle, and then he had four months off. That's what I'm lot. saying. That doesn't happen in the regular NBA season. So to, to just assume the Lakers would have won that same magical journey and won the same way, like I, I just can't. I don't know. I, I just can't assume that. I can't assume. So wait I can't up. Assume what, so what about AD in a full season without a four month break? So Kawhi, that he Kawhi and LeBron would be as healthy as they were. Even LeBron, like LeBron so what about the other teams? You make no make no sense. So the other teams can get healthy. So Kawhi Leonard don't have the same opportunity. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about the Lakers specifically. I'm not talking about all these other younger so teams who, 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 who wouldn't deal with that. I'm saying the Lakers specifically. I'm saying so you you're give, hampering the team. I'm that saying won. if you give an old team with fucking LeBron and AD four months off, an old veteran team four months off in the middle of the fucking season, where they're able to get fully recovered, you you increase your likelihood of them being able to perform at their peak level for a shorter amount of time because they didn't have to play that long. You say you say LeBron and AD at their peak, they're one of the best duo, if not the best duo in the NBA. But when you play a whole 82-game season, playoffs, you go through the whole journey, you're not going to be at your peak. So that's why I'm saying it's a difference. It's a difference. If you took all the NBA teams right now and said, hey, man, play 10 games at the top level, the highest you can, 20 games, the best you can right now, boom. All you got 20 games, everybody fresh. It might be a different champion. A part of the journey, a part of you being a champion is not just how good you are. We get that. It's about how much can you endure throughout the entirety of a season. You know what I mean? NBA uh, uh, teams that that motherfuckers got hurt, and if they didn't get hurt, maybe their situation would have been different. You think about the Houston Rockets when Chris Paul pulled his fucking hammy when they were up 3-2 against the Golden State Warriors. Imagine it's that he had two this months off before that, and he and his hamstring is, is stronger and healthier. He has less strain on his body. Maybe he doesn't get hurt. Maybe they win. My point is, when you get that much time off, it does change things. You're making baby. an excuse for the winner. You knew, you realize how dumb this sounds. You're making an excuse for the winner. It's just crazy to me. So all the other teams didn't have the same scenario. Yes, they did. <laughs> I, I, I led with that, JB. I led with that. I, you not understanding what I'm they saying? They all were fine. there, dog. They were all there. Yeah, they were all there. But it, 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 I'm saying the impact on an older team is more beneficial than a younger team. The Boston Celtics, a Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown. These guys are young and spry. These guys don't need no fucking two months off. They're 24 they years win. old. Whether they, they play 82 games, whether they whether they get cut up, they don't need no fucking. To me, having two months off and fucking putting myself in a bubble is actually harder for a younger cat 
who ain't what? who ain't experienced because they haven't experienced shit. They oh experienced it. It's hard. No, JB, this is real shit. Uh, it's hard to put a twenty three year old in a fucking locked up situation where they can't go out here and, and chase women and be in the clubs and do all this shit. Again, when I'm LeBron again, James and I'm again. thirty fucking seven, or I'm AD and I've been the NBA since I was eighteen years old, like I, I've experienced again. all that shit. If I got locked up for one month, I can do that. All these motherfuckers, you want it all. You want it all. Y'all, this is the generational discussion and debates we have. Y'all want it all. Y'all want it all. It's fucking crazy. Y'all want everything your way. It's crazy to me. So guess what? That's why it's more impressive. Because fucking Tatum and them should have been treating it like street ball. They're the young cats. They should have went out there and fucking dominated. What are you talking about, homie? They can't beat a bunch of old cats on the court in the pickup game? And you're making excuses for the young cats? Holy shit. That shit is crazy. A fresh LeBron, like a a fresh LeBron is the best it player like in the a league. Bunch of fan boys. It sounds like a bunch of fanboys in the chat whose team lost is who's agreeing with you. And it sounds like a bunch of fucking logistic, realistic people agreeing with me. Why it's my, fucking I don't, why, crazy. Why, why my fans got to be uh, all, the, all, all the fucking fanboys and this and that, yo? Why can't we just disagree? Don't 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 don't, no, 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 don't no, put no, my no, fan no. base. Because don't put I'm my seeing, fan base on my people. No, no, no. I'm seeing the chat. The fans teams that lost is who's agreeing with you. The Lakers and your argument. The Lakers who won, older or not, is who's agreeing with me. The fans that lost, some of these Celtic fans and some of these other teams that lost in the bubble are who agreeing with you because the Lakers got the ship. That's what it is. Who's agreeing with you? That's what I'm saying. And listen, so, y'all. When, when Lakers, they got homer glasses. Y'all can't take the homer glasses off. When the Lakers won, ask me, was I downtown out here fucking on, in the streets? I was. I'm not. So I'm, I'm happy not they saying won. That. I'm I, happy I know they you're won. You know, what I'm I know saying? you're. Kobe passed away. R.I.P. to Kobe. It was the same year. I was ecstatic. At the end of the day, I'm just saying when I when I remove my goggles, it is a little different. That's all I'm saying, y'all. Like, is that wrong I, it's to say it's different? It's harder. We're gonna take a screen all the time anyway. It's harder. And I would argue it's even harder for older cats to win. Are you kidding me? But anyway, like, I, I've never seen a pickup game in the street where the young cats can't go in there and just take over and dominate the old cats when they're when they're all off in the same same time frame. Yeah, JB. They all have the same frame. All the same JB. You're, you're, you're an older cat. Me and, you, me and you the other day, like a couple months ago, we had a shooting contest. You actually beat me. If we actually played one-on-one, right, Let's say the first game, you might beat me, right? I'm gonna give it to you. Maybe you beat me the first game. You're fresh, you feeling good. I said, okay, JB, let's play again tomorrow. All right, maybe you beat me again. Okay, cool. You beat me twice. Damn, JB, he good as fuck. fuck. Let's play again third day. I'm still fine. I'm 29. I'm good. I guarantee fucking T. I guarantee fucking T that Jason Brown, who whose fucking spine is hurting right now, his left ball, he, his back of his neck. His head, his shoulder. By day three, your old ass gonna be hurt. I'm gonna dominate your ass. Why? Because your body is older and you can't fucking recover the same. But hold on, let, let me give you a fucking week off between each game. Fucking two weeks off before between each game. Well, it's JB not, JB at his peak may be better than me at my peak. So the same correlation when you give an old cat who who at their peak is the best player in the world, LeBron James. AD, a top five player in the world when he's healthy and at his peak. You get them fucking two, three months off, and now they come back, and, and, and this all they got to do is focus on this one thing? Come on now, bro. It's easier for you compared to just the daily grind. They're not playing once a week. They, fucking had, they all had to play the same, homie. 
not understanding me, JB. I'm saying it don't. It, the, the young guys are going to be young. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. I'm going to be good if we play every fucking game or you give me a break. I'm 20 fucking nine. My body recovers like this. You're old ass. You need the time off. If you don't have the time off, your body works differently. Come on, JB. Y'all shot. You sh- y'all should have blew. The young cat should have dominated then. Uh, you're fighting. You're making my argument for me. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Brian Bagley, man. I appreciate you, my guy. I try to. I be trying to break it down to my guy. Look, JB be feeling me, but he can't say it live on the show because otherwise it kind of like takes away from his. That's why he, if you really look at JB's face, he makes these little small little tweaks of his facial expression when you say something that he knows in his head. Yeah, that motherfucker got me a little bit, but he can't say it because we arguing. So, but. As long as I know that you know, that I know that you know, then we good. Joey B, every morning I make the I make the spare room bed every morning here. Of course I do on the road, especially. Of course, I do my own house. I'm especially gonna do another person's house, pick up after myself, I clean the fucking bathroom. That's what you do. Grown folks do that. Anyway. Um what you, what you saying? And they do have a full on maid every day, and I, I and I'm not gonna let somebody pick up after me. Anyway, it's, it's, um, it's almost disrespectful though, because you t- you say picking up after me? That's her. That's her or his job, though. Don't take away from her her or his job and take away the value of how they get paid, how they take care of their livelihood. You ain't got to clean up after me. That's they job, my JB. Ain't my house. It ain't my house. See, that's this young generation. You stay there. God damn! I'm about to cook you one more time. One more time. So when you go out to eat, and I know I know it's rare. Do you clean the whole fucking table afterwards and go back and wash the dishes? No, you don't. No, you don't. Are you seriously compl- explaining somewhere where you pay to go sit down co- it's the versus same situation. A, ver- No, it's not. This is a you, this is a you pay for gas this, to get out this there. This is a gift. This is a gift that I'm allowed to be here chilling and staying here. It's a respect Receive the thing. gift then. Receive the it's full a gift. Respect thing. You guys don't have it. It's fucking blows my mind. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but you know I'm the most respectful cat. I'm more respectful than you. I'm the, I'm probably top five most respectful cat you've ever met in your lifetime, JB. And you know that. Well, then you I'm have saying this, is, All right. So you have priorities fucked up then. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't take away somebody's job because what you're doing is mentally, you talk about mental health, you're almost devaluing what they're doing. Because, like, I came here to work. If I ain't got no work to do, then why the fuck am I here? You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck. It's, it's ton, like if I went to work. There's a ton of shit to do. They got kids, homie. I, they don't have to worry about a guest. Clean it up after their motherfucking self. It's not a public place, homie. This is a private scenario. If you came to my house and you know I got a guest coming over, or uh, my maid coming over, and you just left shit all over the bathroom and shit, motherfucker, we fighting. What the fuck are you talking about? Clean I'm up not after saying be rude. Self. I'm not saying this fucking just. <laughs> hey, Pat, Pat House is a fucking public place. He got an elevator in his house. No, it's not. He Not got a tennis place. court, a basketball court. Look behind you, JB, right now. Look behind you. What you see? No. I see a fucking a lot of, lot of money. A lot of money. I see a, a Picasso money. behind you right now. I see a lot of money. Hey, man, Shit. but it is T-Rich Thursdays, man. And uh, my main man, T-Rich, is in the building. Can we bring him up to the show, Bailey? What up, what up, Uh-oh, what up? T-Rich. How you doing, player? T-Rich, bam it up, bam it up. Um. By the way, Pat's Pat's under contract for two more years on the four aces, so I don't know who brought that up. Anyway, um, four hundred more likes. We need four hundred more likes. T. Rich, what up, man? Uh, I'm over here cooking Smitty four days in a row. He's down four zero right now um, to the wise and uh, wily vet JB. 
So I just had to bring in T. Ritz. So hopefully you can help him out uh, and get back on the winning track, I think, because he's getting his ass whooped this week, boy. God damn. I'm out here in Arizona, T. Ritz, Scottsdale, you know, right. We used to work out at, right. I was over there yesterday. I was over there yesterday. Hey, I was over there yesterday. I was over there yesterday because Pat was telling me this is where you used to work out. You, RG3, all them cats used to work out over here. At, uh, what's it? We was over there yesterday. API. Yeah, out there at API. API, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, hey, I, uh, love, I love Scottsdale, man. Man. I bet, I bet you do. I'm a, hey, T-Rex. <laughs> hey, T-Rex. Hey, T-Rex. Hey, T-Rex. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get me a spot. I'm going to have to borrow about 100000 or something. I, have to I see you ain't came back yet. You been out there for about a week now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Shit, I, I might have to get out the hood, dog. I might have to come up. I'm to get out here in this desert mountain. Why are you getting a little studio, back, a little studio back out there in Arizona? I'm hey, on the way. I'm on the bird. T-Rex, you might have to move back out here, T-Rex. You might have to come back out here. Shit. Hey, T-Rex, that boy T-Rex, That boy Eddie Lacey out there. That's why he ain't came back to the South yet. Hey, <laughs> hey, T-Red, it's different, dog, out here. I'm just telling you. Shit. Man, my, do- my dog, Eddie, went out there and started training. He got him a whole kid out there now. I bet he do. <laughs> hey. Hey, man, t hey, man. I- hey, where you headed right now, my guy? You in traffic? What's going on with you, my guy? How you doing? Man, I'm headed to go get... Uh, you know, JB, man, I'm I'm getting older, man. I gotta go get this checkup done, man. Gotta go update some stuff, man. So hey, um, I just did it, T. Ray. I just did. I had I got the best blood ever on record. They told me I got the best blood. <laughs> I got the best blood ever on record, and uh, I got a little triglyceride heightens, uh, you know, because I drink. <laughs> but other than that, they say I got the best blood ever. Uh, so I'm like, shit. That's why you know. That's why I could have won in the bubble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, Hey, T-Rex, I got I to gotta ask you this question straight out the gate. Hey, Bailey, can we pull up the mental reset photo? Because I, I, I got to get into this mental health thing real quick. Um, yesterday, J.C. Jackson, who's a kid I recruited to go to Garden City Juco, he ended up going to Riverside. I wasn't the head coach, so um, he ended up going to Riverside Community College in Cali. And now we know JC is one of the, you know, had the most interceptions, I believe, over his first two years. And he got traded to Chargers, got traded back to New England. And uh, I got sent some things from E-Dub, Weddle, Erlacher. We've all talked about this in the last two days. I, I'm honest, dog. I am done with this. I've never heard of not traveling to a game for a week because I got to mentally reset. And here's my only question to you. Is he getting paid? And he is getting paid. So I'm answering my own question. I found out he's getting paid. Can you, can we all take a week off and get paid and have a mental reset? Can I do, is this something real? Is this real or is this jokes? Man, you know, it's crazy, JB, because I, I believe in mental health, right? And we all know they're serious. But to say that you need a week off, like, I don't get that part of it. I need to be updated on it or something. And, and to say that you need a week off or whatever. And so I can see if you're going through some stuff, like you done seen some trauma type stuff and, you know, something that came back up, then, you know, then 
like the Calvin, like the Calvin Ridley situation. I get that one, and I'm not saying that because I'm biased because he went to Bama. I'm get, I'm saying that because. I called him. There you go. You we got it. you back. We got you back. Yeah, I can see if you had the Kevin Ridley situation. I I, I get it. I can see if you got the uh uh um the jump the Jones situation right now, right? But taking a week off to reset, oh man, like I don't I don't get that part of it. Like that was never part of the league when I was in the league. That was never a part of if you taking a week off, you're done. Like if you taking a week off, there's no more football for you. They're giving you the black bag. Um, so I, I don't I don't get that part of it. I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to study up on it, I'm trying to be sensitive to these guys. But I it's tough right now, bro, to sit there and say that, you know, these guys are not taking advantage of the mental health right now. Now I don't know the situation, but I'm sitting I'm there saying real. JB, me and you like me and you, me and you gotta be real about the situation, man. We I don't know if these guys are taking advantage of that. I mean, let's take my guy Josh Gordon, right? He was late to stuff and he, you know, he couldn't stop, he couldn't stop smoking, right? Cool. But Josh would go have a, 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 a ball out the night before, but be late to the means the next day because he balled out the night before. Not the not the game, the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one of those situations to where, you know, that kid kind of always, he kind of smoked. And so when you get to the league, it, it's going to cost you millions when I was playing, right? right? And so now it's just like, could he, could he, could he yelled out mental health? Could he, you know what I'm saying? Because it was some days that he didn't even come in. We had to go get him out the bed. But hey, Bailey, can was... you show Bailey? Can you show the video of the arrest of the person that is uh I don't know what this is. I don't know, no idea. But this is kind of related to this mental nothing why are you driving in the wrong way of traffic no i just got changed around i just moved here like two months ago okay i just got changed around okay do you understand what's going on though yes. you're going in oncoming yes. traffic i know and i just decided that it was better just to turn around really quick, so, okay but i'm sorry i just have like really bad social anxiety and stuff i get you i don't want to step out whenever you're asking for stuff Okay, well, we're past that. Let's just go ahead and step out. As an indigenous person, and... right back here, please. Miss Perry? Am I? Well, I'm non binary, so. Okay. What do you go by? It's Kai. How can I refer to you tonight? Kai? Kai? Okay. Hey, I'm smelling alcohol. I know. How much have you consumed tonight? Like probably through Jing. I need to run you through some tests right now. Stand facing me, please. But I just want you to know that I also have very bad social anxiety. You and, and me both. Okay. Okay. Any recent head trauma, traumatic brain injuries, anything I need to know about? Uh, mental, yes. <laughs> Focus on my finger, please. I am. You're just like trying to intimidate me. I don't know how I'm trying to do that. This is the test. As you know, as an indigenous person, and there's a bunch of going around i'm sorry but it's just for me to be on my toes i get you can you remember that i told you that 
and non-binary. Yeah, I'll try my hardest. I'll refer to you as Kai, right? Yes. Perfect. I need to know if you have any injuries or anything that would prevent you from doing a standard walk or a turn tonight. Mental health. Um, any physical bad, injuries? T-Riz, this is what I'm talking about with the J.C. Jackson thing. This is a crutch. Marcellus and I talk about this all the time. JB. Uh, <laughs> JB, I'm I'm, all, I'm I'm driving through Hoover and 280 right now where, they, where the Carly girl saw the midget and the baby on the side of the road in Birmingham, right? Oh, I, I recruited Hoover heavy. I love that area. Yeah. So, so do y'all remember the Carly situation with the Carly girl not too long ago? Not the yeah, Carly, Carly Russell. Name. Yeah, I'm going through the same road right right now. Is that mental health or is that wanting attention from a bo her boyfriend because he got caught cheating? Talk you know, here, here, here's my thing, T. Rich. Marcellus and I discussed this in length. If you wake up and I think I wake, if I woke up this morning and I said, my name is Trent Richardson, mental health chose me, dog. I don't know. I didn't know we could choose mental health on a daily basis. I didn't know we could wake up and just get to choose mental health. This is my, this is my reason. Mental health chooses us. That's the real mental health. I, I believe the truth about, oh boy, that played for the Raiders. That's, that's now right now all fucked up. Uh, What's uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. I believe he, he 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 got some shit going on. He really got some issues. Obviously, he didn't wake up. I don't think saying this. I believe it chose him for whatever reason. This girl right here is is why the J.C. Jackson thing pisses me off because we've seen people like this run people over, kill another life, and then claim mental health in in court, and then get off. And then do it again, and just to get off out of jail, they lie and use mental health as a crutch. This is yep. what we see in more and more and more of. And I'm sitting there like, you're going the wrong way on a fucking freeway. And that's your excuse? Now it's a non-binary, and I'm choosing in this, and I got mental health. What? Man, I'm just telling you, dog, we have gotten more money in, in, in this. Trent, I know you, I wish you could make fucking jc jackson bread i know and i guarantee you trent Richardson would have been playing making that money just like smitty and i would have we'd have been loving to play for that money now they're so enabled and entitled with the bigger bag and taking time off i i just don't know where we're headed though this is a microcosm of society is and it's trickling down into professional sports and that's why that's where i'm at with this I can't believe it. First of all, that was white people shit all day long. WPS, that's white people shit. Uh, second, of all, second of all, I just, uh, T. Rich, I don't know where we're headed, dog, but this is why, in my opinion, the NFL and, the, and, and college football has become watered down because we have too much of this going on and we allow it instead of coach it. And, and it goes back to my point. Do you believe Caleb Williams would have been doing what he's doing under Nick Saban? Fuck no. No, man. Uh, and we're talking about the Milton Hill stuff, right? Cool. So I had a situation in, when I was with the Colts my last year, and I almost lost my son. And so what I did, because something uh, happened to my kids, my mom, I took her to the emergency room. And I'm calling the personal player engagement guy to let her know I'm at the, the hospital. 
Now it's saying that oh, Trent Richardson is missing what's because he didn't have some phone. Oh, and Trent Richardson practice and all those stuff, this and that, and everybody texting me all this other stuff. But it's like, bro, I done called, I done tried to leave voicemail, it's still full. But now I get thrown to the dang slaughter because I almost lost my son. And not now one time did the head coach call and check up on me. And I sat there and told the head coach, I can still make the trip now that my son is okay. Now that we done got everything cool with my kid's mom, I can still make the trip. Oh, no, nah, we weren't going to play you anyway. But I get thrown underneath the bus for a playoff game. Mm. Yeah. Let me, and I'm let glad me, you brought it up too because, like, I've never heard anything from JC Jackson in terms of mental health or really any issues myself. I'm not saying he hasn't, I'm not saying he's been perfect, but I've just never heard anything about JC Jackson other than him just being a, a, a solid locker room guy, good player. So it just makes me wonder, like, if there's something underlying that they're just keeping away from us and they're just saying mental reset just to protect something else. Like, did he do something wrong? And, and and it's like a team play. he's getting punished for it but instead of just putting that information out there they're like all right we'll just call it a mental reset just so we're not getting all the public fucking attention i don't know i could be reaching real far i just to just randomly say i need a mental reset i just can't imagine as a player ever saying that like i i, I love the game so much number one that i don't want to miss any time you know what i'm saying like i i had a homeboy I'm not going to say his name because I ain't talked to him before, but I had a homeboy. I remember um, he got a call that one of his best friends back in back in Cali had got like had got shot and didn't know if he was going to make it. had a bullet in his neck, and thank God he ended up making it. But at the time, he didn't know. He got the call right before practice, and he's like fucking like shook. Still went out there, practiced as best the way he could. It wasn't a great practice, but he went out there. Best, best as he could, still played the game because we had a, we had a job to do. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's countless stories of people going through certain things and and, and 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 still playing. And I get it. Listen, everybody is not the same. So if JB played through this, doesn't mean this guy has to play through that same thing. I get that. Uh, but if, if assuming that nothing actually happened and it's just JC's just saying I just need a mental reset because I'm just stressed out, that's wild. That's why I think it has to. It has to be something else going on behind the scenes, and they're trying to keep it private. It has to be. Let, let, let's get. Let's get a little, little. It's not breaking news, but Alan. Alan in the chat here uh, was was uh, was with me when I was recruiting JC to play JUCO for me. He ended up going to Riverside. What I do. What I have talked to is Carlos Thompson, been on the show. One of my former players was at Riverside with JC Jackson. They played together. Mm. Here's the rumor I'm hearing from both parties. Here, he don't want to fly to Germany. Oh, so Alan just said it. Carlos told me that. I'm trying to say, what is this real? You don't want to fly over to Germany? I don't know. I don't know if that's real or not. I'm not saying it's fact. I'm just telling you, um, that's wild. Let me ask you something, Alan. Laughing because, <laughs> all right. Let me ask you something real quick. Um, Zion Williamson missed the game last night for the birth of his child. I don't know what child it is from who i don't know if it's from the porn star or whatever um nice nah, this, this, this is girl this is all girl. right so let me let me the ask former you. Stripper. yeah t rich is crazy there. so let me ask let me, <laughs> let me ask you this t rich because to your situation my boy kevin casey played for the Bengals with tj who's from Mazada and i so we talked about him 
He was a white boy safety. He was bad at. He was bad. He played in the league about ten years. He was told by the head coach of the Bengals at the time, if you miss the first, if you miss this game for the birth of your child, they were going into the playoffs against Tennessee, I believe. We'll cut you. At the end of the year. To your point, and this was back closer to when you played. The world just changed, I guess. So, don't miss the game because of the birth of your child. You're gonna get cut. Zion is being encouraged to miss the game for his child's birth. Plus, we've already seen the cat miss fucking last two years. Is it just a straight up, we got to accept this is what it is. The, 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 the shit has been accepted as, as go ahead and we're going to pay you hundreds of millions, but you can miss really whenever you want. We've seen Kyrie do it. We've seen James Harden do it. We've seen others do it. Where are you at with this? I, my question is: Is just is it just the age thing? Is this just is this a new norm? This is the new norm, I guess. You accept it; it's okay. Um, I mean, it's crazy. You're going to get cut for having this happen when when we play, and now you need to take off and, and go did, see your child be born. Did you think that was right, though? I'm just curious. I'm trying to get your opinion. It's not about being right or wrong. That's not that's not my point on this. My point is just times have changed. And it was accepted. It was accepted to, like, you to get cut. Right. You get cut back in the day. You were going to get cut from having your child, seeing your child born, which is a dip. My point is, is it different, T-Rich, in your scenario as a, as a child in danger, uh, a death and life situation that's already born versus a child coming into the world healthy and, 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 and nice? Like, is that the difference? Is it okay to do the one but not the other? Or I'm trying to figure it out. Because, like, we know it's cutthroat. Way more cutthroat then than it is now. That's crazy um, to me. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't know. Like, as a coach, if I was a coach, like, it, it's tough, man. I was a player's coach. I want I, I would want my kid to see the child, but it's at the same time, like, fuck, we're in the playoffs. And I guess my point is, like, I, I know it's going to come off a little right crash and, 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 and an asshole but like you're just seeing child born smitty to to my question to you what is he going to do is he going to deliver the motherfucker yeah i understand that but you i mean i can say the same we're just playing a fucking football game i know in, in that moment it means everything to us in that moment oh my god but i'm sorry they be playing a in a singular football game it's not more important than me seeing the birth of my child and making sure that it is a healthy pregnancy because there's no assumption. A lot of women go through a lot of shit when they, my, my wife's a nurse, your mom's a nurse, and you got kids, so you know this. I'm just saying that we all know that childbirth is very dangerous. I, I was talking to somebody at Fox, I'm going to leave his name out of it, but he was saying how he has two kids and, he, and they want to have three, but they stopped because the first two births of their kids was too very scary situations one baby came out no oxygen baby was purple the second baby came out too big had to break their arm to get them out safely like it was so i'm saying that pregnancy and childbirth is very very serious for both the woman involved and your kid and even if it is a magical perfect birth this is a something this is a moment i will never get back i can go play football i will never be able to see this moment of my child being birth ever again so i'm not dissing nobody for making the choice to play games over the childbirth. I'm not going to diss them for that. But for the coach to not give them the option and say, you're going to get cut, that's – I'm sorry. In my opinion, that's fine. Hey, you, I'm here you, should ask TJ. you should ask TJ about the story because it's fact. It happened. TJ no, I believe for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
here, here's the thing too. Like, like uh, my, my one of my best friends in, in the world's wife died after birth. So the, the baby's alive to this day. The baby's twenty something years old now, but the wife died. Uh, uh, you know, a couple of days later. Uh, so I, I, I get it. My mom, I know I've seen it. I know. Yeah, what, what of course. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this. The deal is like, this is back in that day though, is my question. Like this is the art or the debate. The times have changed where you didn't even think about it. This was your livelihood. This is your pay. And you could possibly get blackball as T rich will tell you, go ahead and fuck around and miss that shit. Not only did you get cut from the Bengals, now the rumors out there that coach is probably going to blackball you and you may not ever get back on another team. That's how crazy it is. That's the difference in what's happened now. Like T-Rich was possibly blackballed during his scenario. So like, right. just think about it. It's crazy. Times have changed is I guess my question. Yeah. T-Rich. T-Rich. What's your take? He hears? Thinking. Muted. Uh, well, we know you. What you would do, Smitty? We know yeah. you were going to be there. Oh, a hundred percent, bro. I t- like, I can't wait. I mean, I, I, I want to have a kid at some point. I've made that. And by the way, by the way, the I'm kid wasn't born. The kid wasn't even born. I the hear you. Kevin's, kid, Kevin's I mean. kid wasn't born. He wasn't born, so he ended up flying back, got to the game, uh, played the game, and then flew back. And then got to see it be a boring. But that's perfect. That's the best scenario you could possibly have, I think. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. But I'm sorry. I can't put no fucking game over over the birth of my child now. You know what I mean? I just can't. Now, if there was any game that I would I would strongly consider though, the, the one game that would like, all right, fuck. Super Bowl. If it's a Super Bowl and I'm having my fucking kid, fuck. It's that, that that's tough. Uh, you can't, dog. This was the playoffs. It, it, it Super Bowl though, Super Bowl. I'm here. It goes to the Super Bowl though. It's the playoffs. Yeah, but fuck, bro. I'm so I, I ain't the quarterback. Shit, I ain't. It ain't, it ain't like it ain't like I miss and it's just the, the game is over. Like damn, like next man up. You know what I'm saying? You the quarterbacks is different. It's different responsibility. Different. You know. I don't know, man. It's crazy. You, you really got to think these things through when you when you laying down in bed. Which it sounds crazy, but I'm saying like especially if you know you marry, you then got to think like if you trying to have a kid and you in the NFL, you damn got to like. Fucking think that shit through, I feel like, which is, I don't know. It's, yeah. Um, look at T Rich's face. It froze, right? I, I should have screenshot that <laughs> shit. I'm sorry I didn't get it. <laughs> he was like, Please. Hey, T Rich, who, uh, like, all right, T Rich, I, I know Steve Kim's coming on next. I got to ask you, um, playoff, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, let me ask you this college football playoff thing that we're going to dive into um, when you get off. I wanted to ask you before you get off, though. I know you're driving. I want to keep you. Let me ask you this. If Bama plays Georgia in the, in the, in the SEC title game, which it looks like it could happen, and Bama wins, there, there's two one-loss teams, Georgia-Alabama. Michigan-Ohio State, one of those is going to have a loss. And then Oregon-Washington is going to probably repeat and play each other again. And for whoever wins that game, um, either one's going to have a loss or one's going to be undefeated. You got Florida State out there still undefeated. And then you got Texas with a one loss who beat Alabama. Um, who are you putting in the playoffs if this scenario comes out like this? Because in all fairness, Louisville still can be, have a good shot at beating Florida State, I think, in the final for the ACC. One of those, both those teams could have one loss. And you're going to have a lot of fucking uh, one loss teams possibly 
who's going to get in? I think the Pac-12 gets screwed just because of the West Coast bias, uh, uh, especially when they play the times the East Coast voters don't get to see. And then, you know, as uh, you always argue, the SEC's defense is probably going to be, in my opinion, going to travel a little better than a Washington's defense, which is not very good. Uh, who, Who, in fairness, who gets in the playoffs this year? Uh, and and not being biased right now, I have to say the SEC, and I say that because the back twelve they gonna get they gonna get fucked. Um, but we done seen the Washingtons, you know, we done seen those guys go down there and get blowed out from an SEC team. Not this and year so though, T. Reese. Come on, this year. I I know, but it's almost it's, it's always not this year. Yeah, well, it's always not this year. This ain't how it's been. I'm talking about in a playoff run, they always getting swiped, like, you know, from an SEC team. And it'd be like, well, if Alabama was in or, you know, or LSU was in, it wouldn't have happened like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I get both sides of it. Um, it it's kind of tough to be like, man, you know, uh, SEC deserves it. But it's kind of tough to say they don't. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, but when that 12, when I, I say when they go to 12 teams in that playoffs, it might be four teams in the SEC in the playoffs every year. I don't see Bama Georgia missing it at all. Ever. Yeah, don't I'm talking about that. two losses. Two losses. They're they not going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I agree. That's real, man. I just feel like it's like if, if that's the case, why why had a playoffs, you know, at all? And let's just put fucking four SEC teams in every year. Let's call it the SEC championship, and that becomes the natty. And this has all it's put let's put Bama, Georgia, AM, and Auburn or fucking LSU, and just put them in every year. Because basically the argument is that we've seen Pac-12 teams go down there and get beat up. We've seen Big Ten teams go down there and get beat up. Our our belief is that SEC just has the best football. So if that's the case, why do we even watch any other conferences play each other? Let's just assume SEC is the best and put them in the playoff. But that's, that's not the case. So I want to hey. see I want to see the best fucking Pac-12 team play the best SEC team. And, and, let, and let's see. Michael Pittman Jr. is going to probably be the Heisman Trophy winner. I want to see the Heisman Trophy winner in the fucking playoffs going against a Bama or a Georgia or whoever. And let's see how good he really is. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, J.D. Here, this is the thing. Pat Perez agrees with T. Ritz. We've seen the, the the we're going by data and stats and history. I mean, the, we've seen it before. Hey, we we've seen it before though. Like the Pac-12 gets dominated. I mean, I, every I, year. I, it is, I hear it. I hear. I hear. I hear what Smitty's saying. But the fact of the matter is, these teams go into the into the tournament and get waxed every year. So I. And my I mean, thing is for these guys who's scheduling these games, like go do something like Nick would do. Like go schedule a hard game in the beginning of the season or in the middle of the season and, and be like, hey, I played against them guys. I, you know, I showed you what I can do. I show like I, I feel like if, if Florida State lose, Florida State don't get in at all. I, like, I, I feel agree. if they lose against Louisville, they're done with. I agree. I agree. They still got to play Miami this week, so yeah. and they got to, in my opinion, they got to blow out 
Yeah, they, they're gonna have to because. I, Smitty, that's my thing. I think I think they gotta blow them out. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't blow them out, you 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 loop mess around and have a tight game and lose against Louisville or losing the ACC championship. Then now you now you now you don't now you the effed up because now you got a team like um uh, Alabama or a uh, Georgia with a one loss. Say Georgia lose against Alabama, how do you not put Georgia in there and they're the defending champs two years in a row? It's it's kind of like boxing, right? When right. when you look at boxing, right, you got to beat the champ. You dang near got to knock him out. You got to dang near KO him, right? right? Like we done seen these last few fights and they were just like, well. They went the distance, but Tyson Fury just got knocked out. Right, got knocked down. Right, right, right. <laughs> like he just, he, I get it. Like, like, what's the other cat? Earl? No, was it Earl? No, what's the other cat? Just won by decision. Earl Spence. Uh, was it Earl Spence who just? No, no, by no, no, Crawford, no, no. Earl, Crawford Earl knocked was, TKO. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't. Yeah, Crawford TKO. Fury just him. fought in that MMA fighter Francis Ngannou, and and Tyson Fury won by decision, even though he got knocked down earlier in the fight. So you might be talking about that fight. I'm not sure. It was the one before that. I'm talking about that fight and the one before that. Uh, yeah. And the cat, like, was whooping him the whole fight, but they gave him a fight. And he was talking oh, about Haney, fight. Haney, Haney. Yeah, yeah. He talking about fighting Tank. Man, come on, man. Oh, I'm yeah. Devin fight. Haney, yeah. Yeah, you talking about fighting Tank Davis, man. Come on, man. Hmm. No, I hear but you, man. It's stuff like that. It's like, bro, like, you, you, you dang near got to, like, just whoop Georgia for them not to be in that championship. And it got to be somebody outside the SEC who got to whoop them. Well, hey, he kind of agrees with you, JB, because JB, didn't you just say this yesterday as far as like, um, I think it was you that said um, making like the scheduling hard, harder, you know what I'm saying? Where you like, hey, let's make the all the best teams play each other earlier in the season to see who's really who. So when we get to the end, we, don't, we ain't got to guess, we ain't got to... Ain't no assumption. We know. I, I think. I think we should keep it at four teams. I don't. I don't like the twelve team. I just think it's watered down. I think you're gonna see blowout after blowout. You're gonna see a two or three loss team be the twelfth seed and get fucking blown out. And and we could avoid it if 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 SC and and like SC and Pete Carroll used to do, play everybody all year long. Play whoever they played Arkansas and Auburn in the same year one year. Um, and, and if you're the best, you're the best. And then the best four teams truly get in. And if you lose, guess what? You you lost against one of those teams. So put the best four in and then keep it that way. 12 teams to me just seems like we just want to give everybody a trophy and we want to see more football. And more football sometimes is less because it's not the quality it once was. It's it's a bunch of – we're going to put TCU in with two losses one year or Baylor or something. They're going to get waxed, and it's like, why even put them in? Just put them in a bowl game, but get kids are sitting out bowl games now that don't mean nothing. So, like, it's so much shit to it. I don't know. So, Smith, I got a question for you. Yeah. Say TCU win the rest of the games after they lost against Colorado. Right. Do you put them back in the playoffs (laughs) with a one loss to Colorado with a tight game? Nah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them in there. I mean, considering all all other all other things are the same as well, considering that all other teams are the same record they have now, 
I, I couldn't put them above there because you got to look at strength of schedule. You got when you do lose, you got to look at what that loss is. You know what I'm saying? That matters. And it's not just all losses are not the same. You know what I'm saying? If I got one loss to Georgia and that's it versus one loss to Colorado, well, fuck, that's the difference. It's a huge difference. Um, so I think that matters. Strength of schedule, just just NFL cats who you got on your team, the eye test, the fucking numbers. How when you do win, how how big of a gap is the score when you do win? I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. And this is why I actually like the 12 teams coming because I think it kind of just eliminates all the like, oh, this team should have got in. That's not fair. Because every year we say that with the 14, it's like, even this year, somebody's going to get screwed. Somebody's not going to either Washington's going to miss out or Oregon or maybe Bama barely misses out and we think they should have been in. Like some Texas, you know, Bama might get in and Texas don't get in. And, and Texas might, we, we beat, we beat Bama. How the fuck they get in? We didn't get it. So, like, something's going to happen this year and it's going to shake up the whole entire college world. So, imagine we had the 12 teams this year. Sure, JB, you're right. Some of the bottom teams that get in will probably be like people that would be scrubs, right? Get blown out. But it would at least allow the, the, the Texas, the Bama, the, 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 uh, you know, AM, the, the, the fucking Georgia, Michigan. All Ohio State, all the like real like the top eight top dogs, we can truly see them go, and we can just find out like who's the best. Cause last year, let's be real, man, was TCU the second best team in the country last year? No, no, they were wouldn't. not, y'all. They they were not. They were not. Let's keep it all the way funky. But they well, made they it. They, did it. They, they, they beat Michigan. Michigan literally handed it to them. Michigan did everything they could do last year to lose that game. Everything. Yeah, you can't and say. Here, let me ask you this. Then let's just put 131 teams in the playoff. Nah, I can't. Come on, JD. You know why? T-Rick, be real though, because you already know. Guess what? Guess who's gonna be pissed next year? The fucking 13th team that was left out. I hear you. Y- y'all gonna keep wanting more, man? Dude, the 13th team should have been in. They really lost one. Yeah, game. but at some point though, JD, it's like, all right, bro. The 13th team is fucking Kent State. We're not about to worry it, too much about matter. that. It what I'm matter. saying. Just just put them all in. Just put them all in. Then that's what y'all want. Y'all want this soft shit. Put them all in. Like, what are we gonna? What are we gonna really sit down and talk about the best? Like, everybody wants to just let's just everybody get in. <laughs> JB, tell before before we bring in Steve Kim because he just got on. Tell me the who's the four best teams right now? Then tell now, me right now. Now that, before before T Rich gets out of here, uh, bring Steve in real quick. Bring Steve, bring Steve in, man. Steve Kim, hey, man. Kareem Cosell, hey, man. T T Rich, before you leave, I gotta ask you something, T Rich. If Texas wins out and Bama beats Georgia, and it's the four, the top four teams is Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Michigan. Do you put Texas in over Alabama? They beat them. It's, it's tough. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's tough though, man. Because and I'm not being biased at all. Because I tell guys like this. If Bama was doing what the hell they supposed to be doing, they wouldn't have been put in that situation, right? And so, and, and I got to be real about this. Do they deserve to be in there? Bama, if they keep stacking, maybe. But with that one loss to Texas, do they do not deserve to be in it? I'm talking about Texas. Yeah. Like, how do you not put Texas in there? So, it's tough, man, but how can you not put Georgia in there, too? It depends what the loss is, though. Like, like Smitty just said, like, do they lose by a good margin? Do they lose more than two or three points? Or is it is it three touchdowns? Or is it, tw- you know, whatever. 
I think that comes when it when it comes to those three teams when it when they're coming to battle with those one losses those three teams I think it comes to the point spread. That's the only way you can do mm-hmm. it right now. Because right now, I mean, next year Texas will be in the SEC, and they just whooped one of the top dogs in the SEC at home. At home. But but I think one of the factors is would Quinn Ewers be available because they do take that into consideration. Um, that's true. That's a good point. You know, I, I the more I think, I'm not really that opposed to the expanded playoff. I used to think the expanded playoff in baseball would ruin the game. I think it's actually helped baseball. Keeps more teams involved down the stretch. Um, with these new super conferences, I, 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 we got to see what the new super conference set up. But, you know, to me, if Texas wins out and Quinn Ewers is their quarterback, at a certain point, the games have to matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> they do. What I, when, and they beat them in Tuscaloosa. It was not a home game for Texas. And Texas kind of controlled that game late. I think they won by double digits. It's not like they eat by. Yeah. And be real, T-Rich, you talked about it's not just this season. It's previous seasons that we look at. Y'all beat Texas last year. But if we all kind of keep it all the way 100, like the kids say, Quinn, if Quinn Ewers don't go down last year, they might have beat y'all back-to-back years. So if we're being honest, Texas has kind of had Alabama's number the last two years. So Man, I'm, I, know, saying, I, know, hey, I know you wrote the odds. I'm just listen, keeping it listen, real. Listen, listen. What we can't do, we can't talk about these more victories, right? Uh, we can't talk about the what if Colt McCoy played, right? We can't get into that factor, right? <laughs> what if yeah, he didn't get to hurt? To be fair, last year does not matter. They only go by the capsule of this year. Yeah, well, because. before you hopped on, Steve, Trent was saying that, like, we were talking about the whole SEC uh, always having, like, the, the top-rated teams. and you know, I, I guess, but this year, SEC was not that good out of conference. Ex- exactly. That's what I said. But, like, you know, we are having an argument earlier. It's like, well, they, they they don't just look at this year, though. They don't just look. And I'm like, all right, I don't know. I don't know. And a lot so, of SEC teams do not schedule games out of their time zone. They don't. If you look yeah. at their non-conference scheduling, there's a reason why teams like Florida rarely leave their time zone. And when it happened, Utah beat them with their third quarterback. I, the SEC is the best conference, but there's certain miss. Uh, Georgia and Alabama don't play each other every year. They don't. There, there are certain teams in that conference that play each other once every six years. And I'm sick and tired of SEC teams that finish seventh place chanting SEC. Bro, you're like the guy that holds the belt in the ring talking about you're the champion. You're not. You're the seventh place team in the league. My God. <laughs> right, right. I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't, I don't like that either. Like you you saying SEC and y'all not even touching the SEC. Y'all shouldn't even be in there if y'all the 17 to me. Right. I agree right. with you on that. T-Rich, man, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate you hopping on in the car. I know you got to go get that blood work. See if you can beat my blood work and be the best uh, blood work in America because I got the best blood right now in America. So let's see if you got the be- you get the best blood. And, uh, hey, before, before you, I get off, man, yeah. before I get off, man, TJ don't got a big game this week. Uh, it's another national game, but it's our playoff game, semifinals. Uh, they win and they go to the ship and they play against another national team that we got in our league. Um, but man, your boy went off last week. I meant to send you the plays. He he did one of the and it surprised me, right? 
it just shows me where his, his mindset is, right? So he said, Dad, this is the first one he got me with. And it really was the last one. He said, Dad, $50 right now. I bet you I'll score first play out. I said, bet. And I thought about it. I said, hold on. He got three head tops right now in the end zone. And if he getting the ball out the backfield, they must fit to give him a toss. So he fit to go. Say, hold on, let's do $10. He said, you already shook on it. Cool. Man, first play out, he take it 50 yards to the right side. They call it back. I'm like, oh, he go to the left side. The next play, the same. I'm talking about, he pushed the hole better than me. He pushing the hole. And, uh. But what got me was when they went over the top, he snatched the ball from the dude. They both had their hands on it. He snatched it and just went like that to the ref, like, and just looked at the boy, like, and flicked the ball to the ref. So I'm thinking, and, and you can hear in the video, I'm going to send it to you, JB, like, ooh, shit. Like, I don't get too excited about stuff, man, because he's a kid, and I try to keep his head, like, you know, but, man, shh. Listen, man. Hey, that boy bad. He, You got to send me the video for next week. We got to put it up. Yeah, He's gonna have a whole Shout catalog, to TJ, man. Good luck to you. Good luck to him, man. Big time game. Can't wait to hear about y'all getting the dub next week. Yes, sir, man. Hey, appreciate y'all, yeah. man. See y'all next uh, week. All right, T Rich. All right, peace. All right, Steve. I gotta get the brass tacks here. Uh, there's a lot to unfold. Weddle brought up a good point on Monday. Um, I gotta get your 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 education on this. So this is a. I said yesterday, Matt kind of agreed and thought it was a pretty good idea. I said that the – you agree with the 12. I don't. I, I think that the, it's more watered down because we know and you know the 13th team is going to be pissed off next year. And I'm like, oh, fuck, just put all 131 teams in then. Um, here's the thing I got. How about the four the, – the best teams play each other all year round like you and I both want, and you stop scheduling Kent State and North Alabama. Florida State plays – who, North Alabama this week or something? Or, or not Florida State. Uh, who plays North Alabama this week? Somebody undefeated right now. I forgot. Yeah, I'll look it up. But if they play each other, Steve, then you really truly get the best four teams. When Pete Carroll's at SC, they played SEC teams twice a year. Arkansas, Auburn, smacked both of them. Played Oklahoma one year, smacked them. They were clearly deserving of a four-team playoff. They're the best team. We get watered-down teams in there. Because we play these other money games. And I just think four teams and really finding the best four is better football than 12 watered down. Nine of them have two losses. They're going to get waxed in the first round anyway. And it's like, just go to a bowl game. Go fucking play in the Tijuana Tech Bowl. Um, I don't know. That's my take. But, Steve, I got to get your, I gotta get your well food. With Take these new this. super conferences, if you look at these uh, future schedules, some of these teams are playing very tough schedules. If you look at what USC and UCLA are going to be going through in that Big Ten, that's essentially what's going to be happening with them in the SEC. Um, you know, but do I believe that strength of schedule really needs to matter? See, that's where I don't think it's just about the scheduling. It is about the committee to actually enforce – um, their own standards and saying, you know what, you have 10 wins, but you didn't schedule anybody. I mean, so, kind of goes, that's where, and again, would they actually enforce that against the SEC? You look at the SEC, they they don't get enough heat for not scheduling good teams I out of their region. It's the truth. 
So, um, let me ask you this. Michigan, Ohio State is going to play for probably the championship. One of them's going to lose. And then the winner is going to go play fucking Iowa. Um, they need to change that. Like, this is where I'm talking about playing the best. Like, Michigan should turn around and play Ohio State again. We already know that that West is horrible. And it's going to be a fucking shellacking. And one of those teams is going to get left out. And especially this year, which I've been told twice now by four Division One coaches, Steve, in the last few days, that he believes this may be the first year we have undefeated teams left out of the playoffs. Well, yeah, but that's why – but then, then then you can make the argument that the in a 12-team playoff, the loser of Michigan-Ohio State would then just be the 8th or ninth or 7th or 8th seed. Exactly. So that's the natural buffer then with the 12-team playoff then. Yeah, but those are the teams. That tournament. But those right. teams deserve it. Like, those teams deserve it. Kent State being 10-0. and 0 Yeah, but Kent State, I don't think there's ever been – when was the last time a MAC team was really in the top 10? I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying the name. I mean, we've had the Boise's of the world beat a, you know, beat a Bama. We've seen the Utah beat a Bama. We've seen the Boise beat Oklahoma. We've seen these here and there pre-post-BCS. But I'm just saying, like, in, in my opinion – because this year is going to be so different, in my opinion. I think this year is going to be so crazy. You're going to have, like, unbelievable deal. This is what I want to get your take on. We got to break this down. Weddle brought it up. So, Michigan, let's just say you, Oregon, Michigan, Oregon, Washington. Oregon wins the rematch. Those two have one loss. Bama beats Georgia. Those two have one loss. Let's say Louisville wins out, plays Florida State in the ACC title game and beats Florida State. They both have one loss. And then Michigan, um, Ohio State game. Obviously, that's the one game scenario that one of them will be undefeated. One of them will have one loss. And that team may be, may be left out. I got an interesting call yesterday, and I talked to somebody about this particular deal. Why is Ohio State at one? I brought it up yesterday. It seems real fishy. Because Georgia hasn't lost in like 1,700 days, and they're not number one. Blows my mind. And why Ohio State's number one with an average quarterback is really interesting. Because why? If they do lose to Michigan, they're going to be the number four. You know, I know, everyone knows. They're just going to move them to four. And Washington or Oregon is going to get left out. And if Miami beats Florida State, or Florida State don't mollywop them based on the point description. We're going to have, like, a very odd situation. So who's getting in, Steve? What four are going to get in? You don't see a scenario here where, where Washington possibly gets left out or maybe Florida State based on strength of schedule or just their defense isn't very good. We, Washington got gave up so many points. Uh, we can't put them in over a, a one-loss Georgia. I, I, look, I say play the games first. We're going through all these scenarios. Washington's defense. I'll be honest, since they beat them, Washington, uh, they look vulnerable. I think Oregon's one of the best four teams right now, if they were to play. But again, that game that took place about a month ago matters. Washington should get credit for that victory. Uh, As for Florida State, if they go undefeated, I believe that they'll be in. The other stuff, you're right. There's a perception that Ohio State's schedule, that they have played a tougher one than Georgia, but that Notre Dame victory is becoming devalued as the weeks go on. We have yeah. to be honest about that. that was um, Penn State and Michigan. Now, that's an interesting game this week. That's that Happy Valley. And James Franklin, you better understand one thing. If you have Drew Aller, 
Take the training wheels off. That game plan you had against Ohio State, you played to lose the game. Hello? Uh, all you want to do is hand off, hand off. Oh, my God, it's third and eight. We're going to throw – I like James Franklin. But when you finally have a blue-chip five-star quarterback, you better at least allow him to play ball. What happened in that Penn State game where you're praying for five turnovers from Ohio State and a pick six, that, that you're playing to cover the spread. That was one of the worst offensive game plans, and they wasted a really good defensive performance. Um, and again, McCord missed a lot of throws that game, to be honest. But you're at home. Your quarterback now has eight, nine, ten games under his belt. Play to win the game. That's it. It's very simple. Drew Aller has some arm talent. He's an upgrade over what you've had. Let him play ball. What what keeps Pac-12 out of the top, out of the tournament? What keeps them out? Because I. Here's the scenario. Washington plays Utah still, correct? I believe so. This week, no? Yeah, I think they do. I don't. I haven't really checked the schedule, but are, are we doing Palooza? Yeah, I'll be there. Um, All right, yeah, so, Washington plays Utah this weekend, and then they got then they got Oregon State the next week. Now, Steve, I, about Utah, I just look. I love that program. I think that they are well constructed, but offensively. Do they have enough to keep up with Penix and those thoroughbreds? I, I I just don't see it. But, you know, Oregon to me, when I look at Oregon, Lanning made some decisions in Seattle, which I think he's going to regret for a very long time. But I just look at that team and I say that's one of the best four teams right now. So they got to play the, they got to play the, the, you know, the big, they got to play the rivalry. Uh, that That's not going to be easy. Jonathan Smith is going to have them up. Um, Utah's not going to be easy, especially after they play Utah. And if they do skate by, they have to play a great Oregon State team. I think it's a pretty damn good Oregon State team. Um, and, and are they going to be banged up from Utah's physicality? And, 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 like, this is a hell of a stretch. And this is why I think the Pac-12 this year, to Smitty's point, is kind of undervalued because their schedule is – in my opinion, much harder than um, Bama's has been, even though they played the one Texas. But Texas lost to a team that's got beat by Oklahoma State and Kansas. Yeah, I mean, look, this was a year of the Pac-12 and a 12-team playoff, I think, would have um, more than one team. You know, for all the, the SEC homers that keep chanting SEC, look, uh, you look at the depth of the Pac-12, there's not a lot of easy outs. There's Stanford and Cal. Um, Arizona State's gotten better. You know, Arizona with Jed Fish, they're doing a hell of a job. I, I want to see where that program is in two years. I hope Jed Fish kind of builds that in Tucson. But let's just play ball. You never know what can happen. Go, I don't waste my time with these scenarios. You play ball, you figure it out. That's it. It's not my job to be on the committee. I just watch the games. Um, Smitty, let's talk NFL tonight. Um, it's a nice game. Uh, I don't know if you guys – I know Steve loves Amazon games. He loves the Thursday night schedule. Um, Bears and Panthers. Steve, will you even watch it? (laughs) Generally, what I do is I tape the game on because NFL Network replays the game at like 930. So I'll put it on DVR record. And if something interesting happened, I'll go back to it. If not, I'll just catch the highlights. Yeah, tonight's game's got to be – I'm glad I won't see it. I'll be drinking heavily on the golf course. I will not see it. I don't care about it. I don't want to watch it. Is the D2 kid playing? Tyson Bajan is playing. Um, I love how I we – I do think Bryce – I mean, Bryce should be playing, though, right? 
I don't see why not. I mean, yeah, I Bryce would be playing. So I mean, he at least watch, watch a little bit of Bryce. You know, he's still he's still number one overall draft pick. So I don't know. I mean, I got to keep my eyes on it, but I'm not I'm not excited to watch that game. Let me say that. <laughs> um, NFL wise, this weekend not probably the worst schedule of the of the week of the year. Uh, but the Jags 49ers, Steve, if the Niners lose a fourth in a row, are you all going to say that I'm Nostradamus? <laughs> if they lose four in a row, they ought to begin to panic. I'm sick of teams saying, well, we're not panicking. And I always say to myself, you should. You get 17 games. If I hear, I want to, I actually, the next, the only coach that ever said, we're going to panic. I'm going to say, you know what? You're honest. If they lose four in a row, I would panic if I'm the Niners. I would, because... Teams that have four-game losing streaks generally don't make the playoffs. So, yes, this is a must-win situation, uh, as must-win as you can in Week 10 or 11. If they do, if they do, do you see Purdy's uh, reign supreme kind of over and it goes to Sam Donald? Well, we mm, see, that's the problem. Are you really going to an upgrade? I'd like to see them back healthy again. you got to get Trent Williams back. They're, they're back. Shown is back. that Depot is important. They're both Debo back, right? Is so vital to that offense. Debo will be back. I'm not sure if Trent is back officially yet, but Debo, Debo is supposed to be back this weekend. And um, they have a revitalized pass rush with Chase Young. Hopefully he punches that up, uh, helps out Bosa, because their pass rush hasn't been very good this year, to be honest. And that's been one of the key declines that they've had. So, look, they've made some moves. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. I still like that overall roster, but they got to get going. You cannot go a whole month in the National Football League and not win a ball game. Good teams generally do not do that. Let, let's talk future. Uh, Bears get the one and two pick right now. Uh, we all know what's going on with Caleb Williams. You and I both kind of agree. We don't know. Weddle agrees as being a guy that's been asked to do some GM work in the NFL. He's like, I, there's no way I could draft that guy uh, that high. Is he? Is, is Caleb sliding? And if you're Chicago, are you taking a quarterback? No, not him. I'm taking Drake May. A big body guy. He looks like um, more physically stout. And Caleb, just too many red flags. By the way, I want to give LeVar Arrington credit. He actually came out on Fox and said, no, that's soft. Like, he just let out the Caleb, yeah, soft. And people came at him and saying, you're being judgmental. Hey, morons, uh, our jobs when we do this is to be judgmental. Okay. (laughs) And get yeah. this, once in a while, we're going to have opinions you don't agree with. But you know what the hey. great thing is? We don't give a chip. So yeah. congratulations, thumbs up to LeVar Arrington. I've met him before. Stand-up guy, and he gave his reasoning. I don't understand this. Um, yes, people cry in football. They cry in all sports. But it's the way he did it. And, and the, the genius is say, well, there's a play on Washington. He cried on the field. Yeah, his dad died this week. I think it's a little different there, geniuses. Uh, but not this fine audience. We only have the greatest of audiences and serious people here uh, at this time. But but um, Caleb Williams, to me, is a bit odd. And it's not just the crying. It's the totality of events that we have seen. Drake may, may be flawed. However, I think he has less question marks um, attached to him than anybody else. So I'd go Drake may won. And if he come, and I believe he is coming out of the draft with the number two pick. If I'm the Bears, I make it real easy. From the Ohio State, I take Marvin Harrison. Now, bang! Now you got a quarterback, and you got your number one guy. That's it. Don't overthink it. Um. Yeah. Um. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention 
since you mentioned LeVar standing up and saying his piece, Robert Mathis Jr. came out and destroyed RG3's tweet that my tweet had over 10 million views. Yes. Yeah. And Amani Jr. did too. We t- we actually talked because that that video that thing I did had over ten million views on that RG three thing, and I'm glad he unblocked me some way. I don't know why RG three unblocked me, uh, but he but he did. And uh, Robert Mathis was like, "Man, all due respect, RG three. This is the, the worst take you've ever had. This is soft as hell. I do not want my quarterback leading my group into battle, and this is the way." He's like, "You imagine Peyton Manning doing this for us." He was like, I just can't see it. I love Robert Mathis's take. I know Smitty does because he's a homer. Uh, oh fan. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm glad some folks are sticking out. And it's not about a race and all that shit, but Smitty and I discuss this all the time. But I'm actually glad because if anyone else, like myself or whoever, they kind of don't come after me because they know that only Smitty's racist on this show. But me, having said that, it would have been much different. I'm glad a brother came out and said it against RG3. It actually, I'm like, all right, fuck it. Good. I mean, that uh, whole thing was odd. It's like he's getting cuddled by his mom or being cradled. And I said the Whitlock, his mom has this white sheet covering his head. I mean, what are they afraid of? Michigan stealing the conversation? I'm all right, all right. Hey, Steve is too good, man. Hey, Steve is too good. You know how they have those injury tents where they plop it up, they know? Well, get an emotion tent. So it's family. I got to be honest, though. Uh, God damn, bro. Shout out to the Steve Kim of college football and of of higher learning and, 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 and great educational institution michigan they have an asian president and he has got brass balls something similar to what gung-ho was represented by this guy is unbelievable i actually got blocked by ohio state fans last night i thought it was hilarious i'm like i'm not even a michigan fan i don't really give a shit i said simply we need more admin like this who said you know what if you're going to come after Michigan, you better get ready because we're going to let you all know there's more out there than meets the eye. And he basically dropped his balls and said, I'm, I'm defending my coach and I'm defending our legacy and our integrity. And guess what? There's more out there than you know. And if you want to do this, right. we're going to open Pandora's box up here and you're going to have to cut and fire everybody. You better, you better fire every coach in the Big Ten and you better just suspend every kid because this shit is getting crazy to me. And I don't know where it ends, but if, why is it getting closer and closer to Ohio State and we keep bringing up more and more shit? I'm telling you, they don't want that guy to play Ohio State. Yeah, Harbaugh. Well, that is a crouching tiger Michigan man. That, 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 that should God. Be, I'm, I'm sure Bo Schembechler is uh, from the big uh, big cloud, big house in the sky is saying, yeah, the boy. You but have yeah, that's to, the job. Steve, you have to have goosebumps at night, don't you? For 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 your 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 like, don't you have like crouching high tiger? Like go to sleep at night, just yes. You know like, what? I guarantee you that Michigan president probably went up on a rooftop with his rifle and, and made that proclamation. Proud day. Hey, was Proud that? Day. Were you walking away at the like the end of Friday at DJ Pooh? Like yeah. After Devo got knocked out, was that you last night when Ono came out and dropped his balls? You were no, like, Get I, I, was at home. I was reading a book or something, you know. 
But the thing about the Michigan thing, it's like that the Houston Astros sign stealing with Altuve and that. If you think the Astros were the only ones that had a system of tipping off pitches to batters, you are incredibly no. naive. No. There's a reason why these stories sometimes just die and you don't suspend a player or a team because that team will just say, oh, you want to go there, huh? You want to go there. We'll spend the whole week. <laughs> right. You know? I agree. I agree. Who uh, Lakers screwed me on my parlay last night. I, I, I started to show off with, with, with Smitty that Darvin Ham's over his head. I think he's a fan. I think he's a, too friendly with the guys. Uh, not a fanboy, but I think he's too friendly. Um, the Lakers. But isn't that uh, what LeBron wants? A coach he can control. I, I, is that not the Smitty's not a LeBron guy? But he love. We know we like the greatness of him. But here's the thing: like, doesn't he ruin? Hasn't he ruined more coaches than than anyone else? Now, he is a bit of a coach killer. Look, there's issues with LeBron, and I don't want to panic too much as a former Laker fan in recess uh, who's waiting for LeBron to leave our fine franchise. But last year, they got off to a slow start. They engineered some trades. So I'm sure Maverick Carter and his whole posse uh, that's not on Broadway is probably working out trades and throwing people under the bus to make sure LeBron can win about 45 games, and then the NBA will do what they do. I can't wait to watch none of it this year. Oh. God, I haven't watched that. No, I hate basketball, don't you? There's no, it's, I mean, it's become so unwatchable, Smitty. I mean, it's because well, yeah, yeah, man, taking listen. a break. If These you guys watch, if you are already low managing, if you already. watch our show daily, if you watch our show daily. JB has said college football has become unwatchable, NFL has become unwatchable, NBA has become unwatchable. He don't like baseball. He don't like soccer. He don't watch hockey. So it sounds like the the world of sports had just become unwatchable, and we should no longer – let's change this show to, like, a relationship-based show or just life, and we don't talk about sports because sports I is unwatchable, I guess, now. Found Copy, y'all. Sport. I I have got a new found respect, and this show is going to start transitioning over to a man sport, which is NASCAR. It's going to be NASCAR-based. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start doing it. Hey, tomorrow will be our first NASCAR show, JB. Let's do hey, it. Hey, Bailey, Bailey, can, before Steve gets out of here, can we pull up our top fives? I want to get Steve's. Uh, I want to get Steve's take on a few of these. Let's talk college first. Bring up the top five college performers of the week, um, and then I want to get into the. Uh, I love talking quarterback with Steve because he loves Patrick Mahomes, Dink and Dunk self. So let's break down the college football. I know Bailey has to find those and probably put them in the system. Thirty uh, seconds, JB. Be in thirty seconds. Why he's doing that, Steve? Florida State, Miami. Give us a breakdown. Blowout. I, I, I just can't see Miami with the broken quarterback. TVD really? ruined a really good team. This team should be eight and one. I just from that Georgia Tech game on, when when Crystal Ball blew it by not taking a knee, uh, Van Dyke's become a turnover machine. But also last week's game, the defense played lights out and. My major concern with Cristobal, and I said this two years ago as they hired him, and I like Cristobal, great program builder, very good recruiter, will create a strong culture. We're going to be physical. But his offensive game management and clock management scares the hell out of me. And I think he's got to take a look at his whole offensive approach. I'm talking about tempo, style, getting dual threat quarterback. Um, He's got to look at that whole side of the ball. 
And so I look in Florida State's a really good offense. And I'm not so sure our cornerbacks or short guys are going to match up with their big uh, receivers. That that matchup scares me. And they're going to Tallahassee. Unless TVD can regain his mojo, this this is a, this is a tough ask for Miami. Mm. Um, baby, we got it. Ready? Let's do this. Uh, here's my coaching uh, performances last week, Steve. Uh, what do you agree and don't disagree with? I know you could have put Gundy on there. Um, and I know, you know – beating Oklahoma, and I know Smitty had a few disagreements, but Jeff Munkin getting it done, beating Air Force, I mean, they were undefeated. I don't know. The schedule's so bad. I don't think they're very good, but Jeff Munkin got a big win. Jed Fish, I put him right there. I agree with you. I was not a believer. Bilicek disciples usually are just uh, floundered. Um, I thought he is – I think he's building something there. Um, my good friend here, Pat Perez, is pissed off because he's an Arizona State Sun Devil, but – Shed Fish looks like, you know, beating UCLA. Uh, I mean, this is just they're they're ascending. Uh, Dabo got it done. My upset pick of the week. Uh, he helped me get that done, so I had to put him in there. Saban just continues to win games. I mean, I, I you don't have to put him in there because I think we're accustomed to him winning, but I think also he gets under undervalued at times. This isn't his greatest team. I think it might be his greatest coaching job though. And Sam Pittman going down to Florida. Uh, after the fact that everyone wants him out of there, uh, they kind of that's some pressure as a coach. So that's my five. Well, who who you got in there? Um, yeah, I, look, I, I like Jed Fish. He was at Miami for a year or two. I thought he was a very creative offensive mind. I was not happy when he left before Stephen Morris's senior year. The way Jed Fish plays football offensively, I say to myself, mm, that's what we need to do. Um, I hope he sticks around. I really do. And by the way, guys, it's interesting. Arizona had a 1,000-yard receiver last year. His name was Dorian Singer. And he went to USC. I wonder if he regrets that move. Hell, yeah. I don't see Dorian Singer on a lot of USC highlights. Well, Arizona looks to me like an ascending program, doesn't it? Addition by subtraction. Yeah, addition by subtraction. Sometimes the grass is not greener. You're better off staying where you are. Okay? It is. Um. Where yeah, you got I was Gundy? stunned with Army just Gundy? blowing out uh, Arizona. They were like a 19-point underdog, and they blew them out, Air Force. And then uh, as for Sam Pittman, he made a move last week in firing Dan Enos, another not-so-great Miami coordinator. And all of a sudden, that offense looked a lot better with K.J. Jefferson. Steve, it's funny you mentioned that. I talked to a, a buddy of mine who was a coordinator in, this, in, in four-year level. And he's like, you, you, you get rid of Enos, you bring an analyst up, and they have 530 yards offense. <laughs> you know, isn't that Kenny Guyton who played at Ohio State with the new coordinator there? The one thing about Sam Pittman, I like Sam. That's a real football coach. You better be careful if you're Arkansas. If you want to run that guy off, you try to find someone better that fits that program and area better than Sam. I like Sam. I would ride it out with them and just say, look, Sam, let's get this coordinator thing fixed out. Um, but I like Sam Pittman. I, I just really am a fan of what he's done. And he's done a good job. He's had one bad year. And then last year they got ravaged by injuries. K.J. Jefferson was knocked out for half the year. That changed their whole season. Uh, I don't believe Sam Pittman should be on any type of hot seat in Fayetteville. You know what, Coach, I would put in there? I put in Gundy. Gundy has rescued that season. You go back to early September, they're getting blown out at home by, like, South Alabama or something. You know, and but now they discovered something with Ollie Gordon, who got bottled up a little bit last week, still had a good game. 
And to win the last Bedlam, that is huge for the people of Oklahoma State. So I'd put him in my top five. Yeah, that's the guy we discussed yesterday that was out. That I, you know, I had him right there. Um, but I just don't like Gundy. I don't. I think he's fucking shit first. So he's anyway, now fifty. He's uh, a man, or was? I don't know what how old he's. All right, bring up the QBs, baby. Bring up my QBs. I love when Steve and I argue QBs. Burrow's the best quarterback in the NFL. So I'm close. He's back. Um, Trevor Lawrence. I still have Jesus and Sunshine mixed in one. That's Trevor Lawrence. I got him in there. Patrick Mahomes, Dink and Dunk. I'm going to keep him in there just because I want to keep the, the queendom fan base on uh, hook and lure. And then Jalen Hurts, he, you know, he's turning the football over. I, I, I just don't see a lot of quarterbacks in the league being really good. So I'm just like, eh, Jalen's going to stay in there. But C.J. Stroud's climbing the board. He's clearly better than Lamar Jackson. It's not even close. Um, he's, <laughs> That's for you. That's for you, Darnell. I know. He's, uh, but, I mean – I mean, to be honest, I would take C.J. Stroud right now in Baltimore. I think Baltimore is a Super Bowl contender. I'll tell you that. They're a Super Bowl contender right now. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not a Super Bowl contender right now. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait, can't wait to see the other ones. Right now, Coach. I'm just telling you, both sides of the line of scrimmage, they're pretty damn good, Baltimore. They are. Now, I got them as number one. get it done in January, that's a, that's a legitimate question, okay? Bailey, bring up the, bring up my top five NFL. Uh, well, yeah, there, here's my top five. Right yeah. now, because yeah. right now. Yeah. Hey, I'm a realist, Steve. Right now, I think the Ravens are playing well. In five yeah. weeks, I don't think the I don't think the Ravens will be in my top five in five weeks. That and that is fair. Now let's go back to C.J. Stroud. I think he's got natural throwing ability. His anticipati- uh, anticipatory throws are elite. He threw this one one ball in the back of the end zone to Tank Dell. That was absolute art form. And he, he has a good internal clock. They are building something, and with Stroud and Will Anderson. They have building blocks. Where Stroud lost me. And did you see this, guys? He talks about at the president criminal justice. Uh, our system's unfair. And I'm like, where did this come from? And it turns out his dad did a bunch of stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, CJ, I know that's your dad, but here's the thing. Um, and I know certain people can get upset. Don't give a chip. Um, criminals should be in jail. They should serve out their lifetimes. And I'm just going to say it right now. Um, you want to clean up America, which has become a little dangerous. Bigger jails, more police, refund the police, and tougher DAs. CJ, I'm sorry, but your dad did the crime, and he must do the time. But you're having a great year. You're still my rookie of the year. Good. That's it. Yeah. I think his dad, like, I don't know if, did he kill somebody in a taxi cab? Well, it wasn't just petty theft. That's the thing. And I'm like, bro, I know that's your dad, but here's the problem. For the safety of everyone else in our community, I'd rather have him, like, just serve out his time. Let's just kind of be honest about this thing. Yeah, it's getting bad out here in the streets. I know that. Um, the Eagles are defend are you know Super Bowl returners. Uh, Smitty thinks they're going to play the Ravens. Um, where are you at? Are the Eagles still the team in the, to beat or what? I think they the still Bengals find ways to win. Look, they're they're good. They're very good. I will say Dallas. I thought played a really good, impressive game till the end, and it was quintessential Dak Prescott. The last five plays, Dak cannot take a sack. That that why said that now there goes the drive. But was um, that his fault though? I mean, they they hit him immediately. You like, got to get rid of the ball line though. on that. Yeah, but you know you got to go into the end zone, so you're not managing down or distance. You got to just say if I feel any heat, just chuck it on the early downs. I just attack. You got to get rid of that. And I get it. It was not great pass pro, but you got to know the situation. That internal clock has to be quick, Darnell. In that situation, yeah, that's just my view. That. It is hard. I feel like we always, and then not you, but just the media in general, that gets like 
he got to play flawless to not get any blame. To me, Dak was the best player on the field that day. Keep it out. No, no, that was one of his better games. And Dallas showed that they're going to be an issue. I, I think Dallas is one of the most – every week that they win, they're the most overrated team. Every week they lose, they're the most underrated team. I think there's no, like, balance to Dallas, but they have a great – look, in any game that Dallas gets ahead, and then that front seven, specifically number 11, can just play one direction towards the quarterback, yep. it changes their games. It does. It's like the old Colts with Freeney. Yep. When Freeney and Mathis can play from ahead, they were 25% better. It's the same thing, but – they to me it's yeah. an interesting thing. I actually think Dallas misses having a guy like Zeke. They need kind of a tough inside runner. I've always said Pollard was one of these guys. Less is more. He's right. not built for that inside run game in between the two tackles on a consistent basis. Yeah, uh, Dak Prescott, which I I call Whack Prescott. It's it's he's, he is what he is. He threw the ball short because that's what he is. He comes up short. That's what he does. Well, by the way, another team, and I want to see them get better defensively. You know, I love them. Dan Campbell. Watch the, I, the Lions are an ascending team if they could just not have these meltdowns like they did a couple weeks ago. But as I said, they're on pace to win 12 to 13 games with Dan the Man Campbell. Yeah, and then they'll get beat first round. Um, I got. I got to ask you. Um, I mean, I mean, they're, they're the Cowboys of the North. Play, God. They're the Cowboys of the North. First of all, they're not in the playoffs. So yeah. Let's look at the playoff seedings. What if they get a home game? Yeah, they're the Cowboys of the North. I mean, they're going to do what they do. They're the Chargers of the North. They're. I mean, they're just. They're, they're, by they're, the way, Justin Herbert. He's falling off. Boy, he was bad Monday. Oh, he's horrible. Got me four fantasy points. I always argue with Mario. And Mario likes Justin because I think they're friends or they've taken a self. And I tell Mario, Mario, Herbert, you like him. He's had moments. He never comes through in the clutch. He doesn't win enough. And I'm just looking at his play. He's less impressive now than he was two years ago. He's he's bad. I'm just saying. Him and Josh Allen. Him and Josh Allen are the two most overrated freaks of nature we've ever seen play. I'm off Josh Allen. His game is completely regressed. Brian Dable leaving hurt him. I'm just telling He's you. He's right just now. inconsistent though, because there's also been games this year. Josh Allen looked amazing, but just like it's just like this. Like you just never know what Josh Allen you're gonna get. Herbert, I don't know what's going on with Herbert, and you guys know I love Justin Herbert. I'm not gonna just give up on him. He's still like for the rest of his career. I'm not going that far. But he he's looking bad this year. I don't know what it is. But all quarterbacks, for the most part, has not been looking so hot. For whatever reason, JB called it. Got to give it to you. But the, it's, the quarterback play is not looking that hot, which is why I think it might be the first year in a long time that a non-QB may win the MVP award. Who would that be right now? Give me a non-QB that would win the MVP right now. So the, the names that come to the top of my head, two wide receivers. A.J. Brown's playing phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal right now. I would have said Tyreek. Tyreek still – I know he didn't play the best last game, so that kind of took some points off. But overall, Tyreek has been playing amazing. So those are the two guys that, that comes to my mind. A defensive player is not going to win, unfortunately. So it is what it is. Uh, CM, CMC would have been, but they've lost games. And I don't know if he's falling off the radar because it's hard as a running back. But he was having one of those, yeah. those years. Um, I just if don't Tyree know. If Tyreek Hill gets 2,000 yards receiving and the Dolphins make the playoffs, I would argue he might get my vote. Yeah, I have one. I can't get a woman beater that vote, but I can. Um, that got to do with the price of tea I, in China. 
Good I, grief. I can't. Chill, so, JB. So here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I got – here's the thing I got to say. I got to say this. The <laughs> Miami Dolphins – can we just do a bottom five list real quick and Steve's going to get out of here and then – because Smitty, we got we got to end the show a little early today, um, unless you want to carry it. Because I no, nah, in Louisiana, that's perfect for me. Nah, 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 I got a flat tire. I got shit here. going on. I was gonna say the same thing actually. Nah, I got a flat tire. Here we go. Uh, Steve, <laughs> bottom five teams. I'm gonna start at five. All right, I'm gonna put the Chargers there. Uh, they're just who they are. They're the Chargers. I think Staley needs to get fired soon. Um, they're bad. They're a bad football team. I'm going to be honest. Bottom five. Oh, just for clarity, you're saying the worst team in the NFL? Uh, no, like my best. No, I'm talking about my, I did. we did our top five performing team. I want to put my bottom five. Oh, performers. performers. Got yeah. you. Performers. Got you. Uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, I'm going to have it one. I believe they're the most overhyped team in football. They haven't beat a 500 team in, yeah. in 300 games or 300 days. No, 600 days. Um uh, Anytime you get physical with Miami, they choke. Um, the Giants, I mean, they yes. are what they are. Daniel Jones is bad. Um, and then I'm going to have to – I'm so inconsistent with the Jets because at one point I'm like, damn, they might be good, uh, even with no quarterback. But the Mormon Milf Hunter is just making that team so crippled that you just I, – I, I almost – we went back a couple months ago. We said, hey, go get a veteran. Save the defense. You're wasting this defense. You're wasting. You're wasting a great wideout, and uh, you know he's just getting wasted. I believe he he, he hasn't done anything because the quarterback can't get him the ball. Um, I, the Jets are in there. I got to put him in there. And then the Rams have just yeah. It's been so inconsistent. We thought they were horrible, and then they come out and play well, and then they're back. Well, to that normal. has to do with Matt Stafford's health, though. They're actually yeah, pretty good Matt yeah. Stafford. He's hurt. He's hurt. And then Seahawks, who I picked to win the West, I, they just you can't go get shellacked like that by by a guy that throws for 180 yards in, in Lamar Jackson. I, I just don't get it. Um, Top five so quarterback in the league. I mean, it makes sense. They're so oh! inconsistent. They're so inconsistent. Who's your top? Are the Miami Dolphins? Let me just ask you: Are they the are they the most overhyped team in the NFL right now? Um, look, I, I, I as I told you a couple of days ago, they're, they're the they're the late '80s, early '90s Houston run and shoot Oilers. They're great on a fast track with great weather. Come December, January, <laughs> they're not mutters. And look, the record is the record. I like the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins will still make the playoffs. I I cannot believe JB, you did not list the Patriots. Oh, Patriots are, Patriots, are, Patriots are horrible, though. I mean, they're not a team. They're not. And Bill Belichick, as the GM, should be fired. And the, the GM may cost the head coach the job. Look hey, at the report. He, there's a report he, out there. Do you believe the report out there that he could be fired if he loses in Germany? There's no way. I don't no think way. it's completely far-fetched. If you, like, again, I, no. I'll bring you the book on Saturday. Better to be feared. There was a lot of tension at the end of the Brady thing. And I didn't realize this, but the owner, Robert Kraft, had some very, very harsh feelings towards Belichick and his behavior towards Brady where he forced him out. Because if it was up to Robert Kraft, that Tampa Bay run would have never happened. And Tampa 12 would have never happened without uh, without Bill Belichick. And there I, was- I don't see Gerard Mayo taking over. I, I, there's no way that 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 Kraft 
has not he has more loyalty than well, no, this. but that's a, that's an interim situation though i you know i i know i know but uh, wouldn't it be ironic that my indianapolis Colts ended the bill belichick era after all the hell he gave us over the years of me growing up and all those championships that Peyton Manning could have had if they didn't have to run into the Patriots and the scandals and deflate gate and watching the film. And for us to be the ones that end his career, man, it's kind of like kind of bittersweet, you know, I don't know. It's funny. We'll it's see. funny. It's funny. Chris, it's funny. Chris mentioned that. Cause I was going to mention it as one of my funny things with Steve Kemp. I think Meek Mill is going to get Belichick fired. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Y'all thought Bill was finished. <laughs> I, hey, I, I, I'm Steve. I'm gonna leave it at this. If Belichick gets fired by Kraft this year during the season, I I I lose all respect for. Kraft. Well, look, does Bill Belichick deserve to at least finish out the year? I guess, but man, that 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 Patriot offense could not play dead. They couldn't roll <laughs> over and play dead. They couldn't play a mannequin uh, at Macy's. They have no speed. They have no explosion. Mac Jones, I think it's a bad rap a little bit. He has he no, he literally threw to much better players at Alabama than he is now. He does. He had a better, he had a better he had. coach, too, in Nick Saban. So. Hey, well, Steve. Saban and Sus Belichick, they're from the same tree. I mean, you know. Yeah, Steve, I, I, I broke this down uh, before I let you go. I, I broke <laughs> this down. I broke this down. I don't think Mac Jones and, and Tua are, are very different at all. I think if you swap those teams, you, you're going to see what we're seeing. And if opinion, you gave Mac Jones that situation in Miami, he'd be very good. I don't. I don't see a he big difference. They, they both have average arms. They're both average athletically. They're not going to move around and run around all over the park. They're going to sit there. They're going to throw the ball on time. They're going to try to. to if Mac had those athletes, I think they're very similar in skill set. I, I don't think there's a huge discrepancy. I don't know why people can't understand that. They're very similar in everything they do, skill set-wise. So I, I think Mac Jones is getting a little short into the stick here in New England. They have no ability to separate outside. Just look at their roster. Irving Fryer ain't walking through that door. Stanley Morgan ain't walking through that. In fact, Deion Branch ain't even walking through that door. I'm just telling you that they're, they're the worst wide receiver room in the league they have a bunch of three and fours they don't have a one or two they have a bunch of three and fours that are being trotted out there and i'm thinking bill this is on you you're the gm Devontae parker is there one <laughs> wash out in miami right i'm just telling you it's it's it, look mac has That's a chance deal. to be a decent quarterback um what's happening now i don't think necessarily fair to him Hey, just, I, I just want you to walk out and drop the mic. Is Patrick Mahomes the most overrated quarterback of all time? Yes If you no? say he's the greatest right now, in that context, he would be overrated. In that context, if you're saying right now it's him and Montana and Brady, I'd be like, nah. Anyone with an ounce of common sense, though, respectfully to everybody who watches football, none, none of those people would suggest that right now, today, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest or even a top three, top four, top five greatest quarterback all time. It yeah, makes zero the sense. Same people that think LeBron's better than than Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I, it's, it, it, as, as Logan Roy would say, you are not serious people. But at hey, least, listen, I agree with you, but at least LeBron has a 21-year sample size. Patrick Mahomes, if he retired today, it's, it's what, year six? What is it, year six? It is, look, he's the best 
were the most successful of this era. But it is hard to deny what Coach JB has saying. There's a lot of shovels. There's a lot of jets, a lot of pop passes. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't see a lot of like 25-yard shots into the end zone. I mean, Andy Reid has more plays from the goal line uh, that involve the tight end, some sort of shovel pass. I mean, he's creative, but it, it, it does kind of give you a false sense of what is really taking place if you actually watch the games. He doesn't have any weapons, though, too, other than Kelsey. Is that fair? Uh, shut up! Is that fair? I'm tired of hearing that shit. I'm saying, is that fair? I'm saying, outside God. of Kelsey, who he is his number Travis one wide receiver? Travis okay, Kelsey's okay, better okay, than me. I'm just saying, outside of Kelsey, who, who does he have? No, it doesn't matter. I can say that about every quarterback in the goddamn league. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm not defending. I'm going to ask you a question. No, man. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Travis Kelsey's better than all those dudes, even with the shot. I'm hmm. saying if you only got Kelsey and he's getting fucking double team at the line, who's who's stepping up for the shit? I'm just I'm not even I'm just asking you a question. I know I'm just fucking with you. I'm that just is saying. true. Is Rice a young player? Uh, more has- Sky more. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. He had oh, Tyreek Hill and all them dudes. He had all them dudes and Tyreek Hill. That's and all why them. there's no deep ball. That's why he has to dip no. and dub. But they're still winning that way. So nobody's you can't really talking about the way. roster. But why are we talking about the loaded roster they had when he had all those dudes and still had the same quarter or, uh, Super Bowl performances? Like, why? Well, hold on. The one against Tampa Bay, their offensive line was all banged up. I mean, he was running for his life, coach. Come on. I, I mean, still, he had those guys. So, what? Uh, my point is, there's going to be an excuse every year for the guy. Every year. There's gonna be no, no. The only reason why I brought that up, you guys mentioned that we're not seeing any long, like twenty-five yard pass down the field. I think part of it just the web, the webbery that, that he had. He doesn't have a Tyreek Hill anymore. When he had Tyreek, we saw the ball going down forty yards down the field, but he doesn't have that anymore. Yeah, but uh, but Smitty, if you look at Tyreek Hill's last year in Kansas City, they ran a lot of short, shallow crosses and comebacks. His average yards per catch was actually kind of strikingly low. Dude, check his stats his last year because I remember watching it and go, man. They're not actually running a lot of vertical shots for Tyreek. They don't. They don't. They don't. they don't. He can't throw a dig route to save his life. I haven't never seen him throw a dig route in six years. That's but he can crazy. shovel, but he can't dig. Oh! 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 oh. Love it. Love it. I'll Love be it. there all Saturday. I'll be there all, all right, Saturday. Let's go. I got a foot- hey, Steve, I got a football palooza weekend. I got Saturday college with Steve Kemp. Sunday, I got my boys coming over. We're going to do NFL. Uh, Jay Portson, Jerry in here. Yep, Jerry's in here. Come through, Jerry. We are going to dig and dug with the Queendom fan base. We are going to get it done. I'm going to do beef back ribs, Steve. I got to go get Oh, that's ribs. good. That's good. Yeah, beef back ribs. I'll do some other things for you to uh, bring out your uh, crouching well, tiger. I don't, well, look, I want to try to eat before 1230 because I think the Miami offense will have me losing my appetite. So, yeah, that's good. Smitty, are you coming down? Or are you allowed? Or are you going to bed and bath? This weekend. I this would weekend. come down. Oh, so you're not okay. But I'm I'm moving. I'm moving this weekend. Ah, you're moving. Week. Okay. So I, moving. I have a legit reason why I can't come. So, but y'all have fun right, well, in December. We'll see. All hey, right, Steve, fellas. I'll see you Saturday. I'm headed from here, Steve. I'm headed. I'm gonna go play golf right now with a couple. You know, a couple guys like John Rahm and some major golfers. So I'm just gonna smoke cigars and get drunk. I'm not gonna swing at all. And then I'm gonna go straight to Eric Weddle and give his team a pregame speech for the playoffs tomorrow. And then I'm headed back home. See, see, Ash. I haven't seen Ash. I know you're willing. I know you miss Ash. Ash misses you. 
And uh, Steve Kim hates Ash, by the way. He wears over the ugliest sweats possible because he knows Ash is just going to get slobber all over my left leg. God, dog. Jesus. Yeah. All right, Steve. I'll see you this weekend. All right. Later, guys. Peace out, Steve. Have a good one. JB, we got to go early today, man. You got to go. I got shit to do. What's my man? Real quick, man. Cut this off for me, uh, Bailey or somebody, uh, Felipe. Happy birthday to my brother, Julian Jackson, Jew Jack, my ball state brother. My trenches, my squad, homie, my dog for life, man. Happy birthday to my guy, man. I had, had to give him a shout out. And look, y'all got to change that name on there. It should not say NBA. Y'all need to spell out independence and put fucking Kansas on there because we all know the real and only Indy is Indianapolis, Naptown, point blank, period. When I first met you and you were saying Indy, I was like, damn, like, Indianapolis, like, like you, you from Indy? I was so confused. I was so confused. No one calls them Indy. I would be willing to bet that Indy, Independence, Kansas, right now, yeah. is probably more popular than Independence. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's because, because of Netflix. Because of no what I did No one has ever been in Independence, because Kansas, Because of what ever. I did there. Because Other of what I did there. <laughs> because of what I did there. Indy, nope. Kansas, is more important than Indianapolis. You know what Peyton Manning and Reggie Miller did for Indianapolis? They didn't do anything. You know where Reggie Miller's from? Cali. I know where he's from. I know, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's like Magic is from Michigan, but he's became an LA resident, motherfucker. R- Reggie is a Naptown legend now. He spent 18 years there. You know who's from you know who's from French Lick? Larry Bird. Not from Naptown. <laughs> it's Indiana, though. He's down the street. <laughs> hey, it's been a good week so far. It's crazy right now. I'm I, I'm all over the place. I got a lot going on. I was I saw a house yesterday that's Man, off the chain. I gotta see if I can get it. So Patrick, buy. you scared? You scared to buy? You ain't gonna buy it. You scared to buy? It. I got a pool, got a huge backyard. The dog has got turf already laid out. It's got a hell of a like a full on, full on like cooking area. Like everything, everything's already there. What's it's up? like, man, hey, bro, live for today. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Tomorrow, not promised. Yes, they already have it. If you want it, go get it. Live for today. That's what my shirt is all about. But I gotta buy. I gotta. I gotta. I, I, the yard's number one for me, so I like the yard. But then I gotta build on it because what I would do is, I'll give you a little insight. I'll build a studio in the backyard and a cigar lounge. Now you. I got all kind of. I got all kind of room, so I build the lounge. So you come out, you rent the apartment. And down in the hood, yep. and then you just drive up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ooh, that might be we, something right there. We do a studio right here on on. on we make a well, make a studio outside. Yeah. I have a whole thing. Then I'll have a whole thing. I'm gonna have to make a theater too. I don't have enough space. This house doesn't have it. See, I'm I'm giving up a theater at the house. I'm giving up the full cigar bar and lounge I made. I'll make a better one out here. I'll make a better one, but still, you don't need you don't need the theater per se. You don't you don't need the nah. theater. You could get a damn projector in the backyard and, and we can just do it. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's other ways to do it. We're there. We got a projector screen on the back and we get little seats and we can watch the boxing fight in the backyard looking at the damn projector screen. We can make some shit happen. Arizona is a good I love Arizona. I would live there for real. I'm dead at if, if shit made sense, I would not be opposed to living in Arizona. Great food, great things to look at when you're out and about. Beautiful homes. A lot of opportunity, and it's still right next door to L.A. If I need to go to L.A., it's a quick 45-minute flight or a quick five-hour drive, whatever you want to do. 
Vegas is right there. Everything is still kind of right here. So I don't know, JB. You get a studio out there, pr- prize picks, don't you know, give us seven figures. I don't know. I don't know. Might have to do something. We got a lot of cats out here. We get a lot of interviews. We can bring cats out here. A lot of cats out here. Bring them in the studio. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you doing? I'm curious. Jerry and I are both on the same thing. You mentioned a lot of good things to look at out here. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, what, like what? The, the, the view. The, look behind JB. The mountain. The beautiful sky. The houses. I've, I've had Airbnbs in Arizona. The, the homes are amazing. The, the, the construction of the homes, the backyards, the pools, like, it's a lot of beautiful things to look at. Mm. What are y'all talking about? Yeah, my wife knows about that. Hmm. I'm a bring it to Arizona. Interesting. Hmm. What was y'all talking about? I'm confused as hell. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We got Matt McChesney. Yeah. Jeff Nadu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelle may be coming on, give us some Michigan news. Oh, on bring, Michelle, on. bring Michelle on. Bring Michelle on, yo. It's some insight. Why you do that? I said, what? Uh, <laughs> baby, you take great, us away. Hey, you baby, take us away before we get in trouble. Much love. Pound that like. We should have 800 likes. Palm the like button. Peace. Missing. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missing. We switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB 